welcome to episode 335 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for July 3rd, 2021. I am one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Happy 4th! By the time you hear this, the 4th of July probably will already have passed, most likely. Uh, but I hope you had a happy 4th of July. Yes. Uh, no fireworks blowing off fingers or anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful with the fireworks. I hope I hope you were careful with the fireworks, I should say. I hope you did, you're you not listening to this while you are getting your fingers attached. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, 4th of July weekend, big weekend. Uh, but, you know, I was going to get right down to it. Uh, not really any other worldly news happened. Well, it was a big one, but I'm not going to get into that one. We get into... I guess, well, I quickly go through the sports. Um, basketball, Phoenix Suns are in the championship. Uh, this is, the, I think it's their second time. I don't remember them being there before, um, Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, this is the second time I've seen them anyway. And they will be playing the winner of Atlanta and Milwaukee. That series is still going on. Milwaukee is up 3-2. to two, But I don't know. I don't think Giannis is coming back for Milwaukee. Giannis, oh, man. Um, Got hurt, the Greek freak. Unfortunately, uh, this playoff has been like a mess with stars just being hurt. Mm. So I'm kind of rooting for Atlanta because I think Trey Young he's hurt now too because he didn't play in the last game, the last two games. Mm-hmm. But they won one game without him. Uh, but I think he might be able to come back. Uh, so if he does come back, I would rather for them to go for at least be. They'll be the healthier team to play Phoenix. Because right. if it's Milwaukee versus Phoenix, I think Phoenix got in the bag. I think it's over. Because mm-hmm. if Giannis not playing, I don't see that team as good as they are beating Phoenix. Uh, I, I don't see them beating Phoenix. So it might be um, the, the State Farm guy, you know, CP3, uh, Chris Paul, he <laughs> might be getting a ring. And I just saw something on the internet saying that this is there is no player who is currently playing right now that hasn't won a championship. That's insane, and also so, pretty cool. Yeah, so somebody's going to be going to definitely new champions. It's going to be people who have never experienced it. They're going to be a champion. All right. Um, nothing else in other sports. Our Orioles still suck. Though they did beat <laughs> Houston. Who was one? Who was one of the top teams in the league? Uh, three games only because they're cheating again, Dominic. <laughs> well, oh, because Houston cheating. Well, so what? They cheated and they lost. Yep. <laughs> no, because th- that's why they're one of the top teams. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I don't know if that was a sweep or if that was a four game series. I honestly don't remember. But another one had won three in a row. Actually, let me see if did they. I don't know what they did yesterday, but hey, I'll take that. All right, so that's it. That's it about sports. There's not really much to say. NBA All Star Day. I think they're still voting. They got the starters, but no Orioles. So Ooh. that's it. All right, so let's just move on to. Oh man, let's get some wrestling news. You got some wrestling news? Nah, nothing really worth talking about right now. Oh, okay. All right, so let's get to what we've been watching. So. I guess I'll go ahead because I watched one thing that 
you didn't watch. All right. Batman The Long Halloween Part 1 was released, Ooh. the DC animated movie. And this was great. I really liked this. The tone, the voice acting was good. Troy Baker didn't play Batman like he did in the Telltale games. He played the Joker. Oh, interesting. And he, was, he was good. The guy who did Batman is the guy from the TV show that stood on, like the longest running TV show on CW. Oh. At the Smallville. Um, oh, the Supernatural? The two Brothers. Supernatural, yes. Which they're now apparently like rebooting. God darn, they're rebooting it. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. What, We're doing like a prequel actors? or something, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I remember my wife watching that show like eight years ago and then realizing that it was still on, even though it was already in like 10 seasons. I was like, holy crap, this thing is going on forever. I, I, that's what I said. Hey, I, watched, I was watching like the first two seasons. <laughs> and then I think it came on time. It came on the same time. It came on Thursdays. And that was a time with like the office and all those comedies mm. were on. And I was like, man, I can't see Supernatural and I can't record because that wasn't. It was something else that came on around the time, and I couldn't record that and that, and mm-hmm. I just stopped watching it. And then I just saw, like, because Smallville was the longest-running show. It had 10 seasons. And then it's like I saw something like, hey, Supernatural broke Smallville's record. And I was like, what? That thing is, why is that still going on? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Troy Breaker, he's also the Joker. Uh, Josh Duhlman. Talks for Harvey Dent. I think I've seen him before. That's the guy. Uh, See the guy from like Transformers, Transformers. or something? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Duhamel or something. Duhamel. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And Naya Rivera, um, the uh, woman from Glee, famous for Glee. She did Catwoman, who passed away a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got some names in here. But yeah, it was it was good. It was it's well done. It's very. Yeah. This is definitely adult. Yeah, it's like rated R or something, isn't it? I saw the trailer and it was a red band trailer. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. Oh, they had a red. Oh, darn. It was for it was the trailer I watched was for part two though, so I don't know if it makes any difference. Yeah, it. Yeah, part one is pretty good. I hope part two lives up uh, to what this was. It comes out the end of this month, and yeah, this is probably one of the best animated movies I've seen. Like the my favorite ones of the DC universe. Of like the last, I guess now it's been a while, a uh, decade, I guess, mm-hmm. is the Red Hood, Batman the Red Hood, Batman, ah, the Justice League. I forgot what it was called. It was the one where um, the villains got all they knew all their weaknesses because mm-hmm. they they. Um, Broke into Batman's lair because Batman has all the weaknesses of the Justice League. Because just in case they get out of hand, was that like the Justice League versus Legion of Doom or something like that? It's something like that. I I don't know. I mean, I don't remember the title. Honestly, yeah, okay. I don't know. If it was a versus thing, but it was one of those Justice League um, anime movies, like one of the early ones. And then yeah, Justice League Doom. That's what it's oh, called. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, and the and the flashpoint, the the flashpoint paradox is mm-hmm. one of my favorite. That was a good one. And the suit, the first Suicide Squad animated movie, 
was is one of my favorites. And this is up there. This is up there with yeah. them. Like is the ones I, I've seen. Like this is very good. From like, the trailer, really it looks it. like this one has a new art style too, which is kind of cool looking. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I do like that art it's style. Got like a bold outline, almost like Archer, but not new- animated like Archer. Like yeah. So the art style was done in the Superman movie, the one that was supposed to have start like the new timeline, I guess. Oh, okay. So they kind of they sort of started there because I remember seeing it look different and kind of you know the outline of Superman and those guys like that. But this scene, the animation looked better in this movie than that one. But maybe I'm misremembering. I gotta look back. It just looked like it was better done in this movie mm-hmm. uh, than that one. But yeah, the movie is is great. I, I definitely recommend it. Like a watch uh, and. This ain't, this isn't yeah this is definitely a, a adult one this even though I know a lot of these <laughs> movies are somewhat adult themed but they weren't but they're still like you know you can watch it you could get away with I think you could watch some of these with kids you could get away with it but this one is, is isn't one of them I mean mm-hmm. they they kind of started that like maybe halfway through these animated movies they start going like okay this one goes straight adult yeah. with it. All right, so I guess we can get into Loki. Uh, Loki, this is episode four, right? Yeah, yeah, episode and four. So, how'd you like it? I liked it a lot. It it definitely is at like over the mid season point at this point, and now we're right into the action and and not so much even just action, just moving the the plot along and getting everything ramped up to getting that plot to get to the climax yeah yeah so i i i enjoyed this episode a lot you know it it was a little more action-packed there's some you know fight scenes in there that are pretty good um and yeah and just pushing the plot along interested to see where it goes yeah yeah i mean I, i enjoyed it i mean i had no problems with this um spoilers now How'd you feel about seeing Lady Sith again? What does that mean? Um, is she was, just a cameo? Is I, she going to be in the new in the new Thor movie? I'm trying to think if I heard anything about that or not. I would hope she's back because they're not doing that show that she was on anymore, right? The one where she had yeah. numbers all over. And it seemed yeah, like that was so. mostly the reason why she was gone. So hopefully she is back. I'd like to see her in in Thor. Whatever comes of that. Um, I just want to know where was she then? Uh, like how they'll explain it? Was she like they're gonna say she was in another realm doing something? Probably. Yeah. Or they're just gonna completely ignore it. <laughs> just oh, she's she was over here. She was on the ship the entire time, Dominic. You just, she, <laughs> yeah. But they guess all his other friends are they dead? Right. Yeah, mostly. Dang. Everybody except like Korg and Meek. Everybody else is dead. Oh, yeah, like all the Warriors 3 or whatever. Yeah, they're all. Yeah. They were all killed they by hell. They killed Hella. all the men. That's what they did, Daniel. <laughs> yes. They sexist. <laughs> Just trying to promote their agenda. Because I like their character. Yeah. I mean, that's saying there's a lot of character, but I, I actually wanted more. Yeah. I like her. the potential for her character. Yeah, exactly. All right. Now. Uh, did- yeah, but yeah, I, I liked it. I did. I wonder what it means. Did they die? Did Loki and 
his uh what what's what's Owen is that Owen Wilson? Yeah or Luke Wilson, I'll forget the yeah. names. Morbius um, M Morbius. Yeah, Mor- Morbius. Yeah, I I do not like that name <laughs> for him. Um but I, w- I wonder are they dead and like there's gonna be some time traveling when they were alive, or mm. are they not dead at all and they just maybe you don't die when you get stuck by a stick, you go transfer somewhere. What 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 do you think? So did you stick around for the mid credits thing? No, because they didn't do it. The other that's why I hate these Marvel shows. <laughs> you just gotta they sit through it. They didn't do it the one. other ones. You just gotta sit through it. Nah, man, that's bullshit. One episode like, every I, season I is the, gonna the have first something. Freaking two more shows, and it did shit. So I said, okay, they're not gonna do shit after these shows again. So now I know not to waste my time. Well, they they, they did one episode of Wandavision and one episode of uh, Captain American Winter. Soldier, so they're keeping up the streak. They just want you I to sit through those. every episode to find it. I didn't watch those though. Oh, ah, yeah, because that's where they first show off White Vision in in WandaVision. They show like his eyes opening, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I I don't even know what a White Vision the White Vision eyes opening. Wait a minute that that was that wasn't that the last one though. No, no. What was that one? That was like two episodes before the last episode or something like that. Maybe one episode oh, before. Yeah, before I, he yeah, appears you know, there. I didn't see, I didn't see that one. Them. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I def. No, I mean, I saw the episode, but I didn't see that yeah. that clip. And then I forget what the Falcon and the Winter Soldier one is. I'm sure it's something to do. Oh, it was. Um, I think it was where you see Walker like building his shield. Like you see him in the garage hammering together his, his new shield. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I did see that. But that was. Wait a minute. It was something about those endings, man. That it made me stay for them. Mm. Uh, the those endings, I don't, I don't know. The outros were all the same. That like you saw something in the background that was different mm-hmm. than what you see in the previous episodes. Like it was like a I don't know like a foul or something like I forget I think I want to say that was um Winter Soldier. Like the files were different. That's why I stayed for them. Gotcha. And this, I didn't see nothing different. So that's why I didn't stay for it. So what what happened in um, the post credit scene? So in the post credit scene, Loki wakes up in what appears to be like a destroyed New York, and is met by four other Lokis. A classic looking Loki, a old man in a yellow and green tight outfit with horns, like you would think of like the old Loki in the comics. Yeah. A kid Loki and a black man Loki with like a Thor's hammer, basically, which they describe in the credits as boastful Loki. And also an alligator Loki, which is just literally an alligator with the Loki horns on him. He's not like a humanized alligator or anything like that. Um, so yeah, so it, it seems like at least for Loki's sake, he is definitely waking up somewhere else, seemingly in a place where they maybe like banish the Lokis to when they're, when they're pruned as they call it. So maybe there's just like a hell equivalent or something where all the pruned ones of yourself go when you get pruned or something like that. I hate the whole credit thing, man. I still can't get over that. I, I hate. It. I think it's a fucking waste. I think you should just put it at the end of the show. 
It, it's definitely, I, I don't disagree. Like the fact that you have to stick around through every episode, like it's, it's different from a movie, right? Like the movie at this point, at least we know every single movie is going to have one or we expect every single movie to have one. Whereas, I, and I disagree with that now. I'm done with that. I'm like that. This is old now. Yeah, that, that was cool when I was like, oh, something cool. Let me stay and watch. Now I'm like, yo, do like the the stars, the credit when you say the name, mm-hmm. the star, um, show the stars' names, the short and credits, then put right that before. Shit. Yeah, you you don't yeah. want to sit through, you know, all the CG artists and no, nah, those the credits are too long now. And everything they are way too long than what they were back in the day. Like you're staying in for like over ten minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. You're staying in over ten minutes to watch a bunch of names I can't even register in my brain. No, I, I agree with you, and especially with the television shows too, because even if you're under the impression that you're going to see one at the end of one of these episodes, you're still sitting through the credits of every single episode to figure out which one it's going to be. Yeah, and then I'm like, this is the same fucking names. Yeah. I mean, only, only some names. I'm just like, man. I mean, of course, some of the names are going to be different because hey, maybe somebody came in. But I'm it's a weekly TV show, man. Yeah. Nobody really stays around for a fucking credits on a weekly TV show unless there was good music. If there's the good music and any music, then they'll stick around. Yeah. Yeah, she agrees with me. I guess she is very unhappy about post credit sequences, Dominic. Yeah, so I I do what what wonder what that means, and are we actually going to get like an episode of Loki hanging out with these Lokis, and we're going to find out more about these Lokis? They all seem to have these interesting kind of stories, but more to like the main plot, what happens there? Like now we we know that the timekeepers are just robot representations, seemingly for somebody maybe bigger and badder, so. Who is that? What what could that be? You know, I'm very interested uh, yeah. in that. I, I have no idea. I thought they were going to go crazy and just like at the end, Loki was going to be like, I was the one that created the timekeepers. You know, like, oh, no. And then you find out and that our Loki is the evil Daniel. Loki. I mean. <laughs> that's what I was, I was joking with. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I... I so so now that I know Loki somewhere, I wonder if this I'll, did the other people go somewhere too? Are they? I just want else? Owen Wilson to be riding a wave rider somewhere. That's all I. That's all I want for that man. He's worked yeah. so hard in his life. He just wants to ride a ski do. Yeah, it the, the show I, I do like. It. I do like the sci finess, um, mystery of it. Yeah, like I, 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 I really enjoy that. <laughs> Yeah, and I like the the female Loki character too. She's she's really cool. Now that cuz that that so that's the interesting thing, right? Like what we find out in this episode is that they took her at a very young age. And we don't know the reason why. Uh, I've seen a lot of sp- I've seen a lot of speculation because she's playing with her toys and basically like pretending to be the superhero and Loki's are supposed to be the bad guy that that was the variation that they deemed unacceptable. So they were like, Oh, this Loki's going to grow up to be a good person. We can't have that. We got a pruner. And then she escapes and, you know, carries on this whole thing. But now we know the, here's that. The the, thing. So it's, it's different dimensions too. That's, that's what this is. I guess. I mean, I guess like dimensions and timelines are, kind of equivalent in this world basically i'm 
I'm not entirely sure, to be honest with you. Because, like, you see on their little graphics, like, the branch going off of the main timeline, the sacred timeline. But, like, what does that mean? Like, how how does that work? Are they literally just going back in time? So everything that happens in the past... I mean, it has to be right because there's a female Loki. So there, yeah, there yeah, that's what I'm saying. And there's multiple Lokis, and, and they're talking about these and, the, uh, the alligator Loki. Yeah, timelines and and dimensions and multiverses—they all all have to kind of be their a thing, right? Yeah, like I know in DC, like you—I mean, you have that too. The constant are the new gods. There isn't more than one dark side. Okay, and there isn't more than one of those other new gods that are against Darkseid. The All Father, I think his name, something like that. Um, I forgot. No, no, what's his name? I forgot his name. He looked like a lion. Um, I mean, he got a, like a beard. Uh, but <laughs> it looks like a lion. Eh, just just a man with a beard. <laughs> but yeah, it. I like, like they make it like they don't have. They don't have multiples of them. And like the antimatter or something like that uh, stuff. That's a one thing. Mm. Like that is, there's a multiple of them. That's the constant. But everything else, there is multiple versions of. So yeah, so maybe like with this, uh, there must be a constant then. Because if there's like, they can see all these different, like people from different multiverses or dimensions. Well, I guess this is multiverses. I yeah. guess dimensions is, means the same thing as a multi. It's just a different universe. Um, all these different multiverses, it, it must be like there is a constant with it. Then yeah, here also, and maybe that constant in that case is whoever the big bad is in this. And I've seen a lot of people speculate that it's Kang. He's a guy that's already um, uh, cast for the Ant Man and the Wasp movie, yeah. Quantum Mania. He's the guy from Love. Lovecraft Country. Love, yeah, Lovecraft. And it was another Spike Lee movie, mm-hmm. um, the one that came on Netflix. I forgot what it's called. Because the, the main TVA agent, the judge, the one that Owen Wilson talks with a lot, she in the comic books is like his girlfriend or something like that. What's wrong? She's afraid of Kang the Conqueror, apparently. Um, oh, and the comic book? Yeah. So they're they're related, so people are, are speculating that's why. Also, like, Spider-Man comes out at the end of the year. There's a lot of rumors about, like, different Spider-Men showing up in that. We already know Alfred Molina's going to be in that as Doc Ock. And I don't know if it's been confirmed, but Jamie Foxx being in there as Electro. And also, we know that there's, like, Doctor Strange tie-ins there. So we're very much moving, like in the overall Marvel cinematic universe into a multiverse thing, even before we hit Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Cause we've already had WandaVision and you start to get kind of some of that stuff. And now obviously with Loki, we're getting more of that stuff. And then, well, I guess what if is kind of its own thing. Shang-Chi doesn't feel like it's necessarily going to have, that kind of stuff necessarily. I don't know. I mean, they have dragons and shit, so that's got to come from someplace, right? Um, yeah. And black widow, obviously, which is crazy. Black widow finally comes out next week. We're going to see what that actually, if that actually has any sort of consequences on the whole Marvel cinematic universe. We'll see, but 
Yeah, there's a lot of multiverse stuff going on down there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is all news to me because, like I said, I haven't been looking at any news. So mm. I don't know what's going to happen. I just watch the shows now. Uh, all right. So I guess we can move on to what we've been playing. So uh, you can go ahead. You can all start. Right. Since yeah, you so one. I've just been playing some more Mario Golf. Um, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it, but also I have a lot of problems with it. I was telling you before we started recording, the the basics of golf there are there and they're good and I like them a lot. Um, there are some changes they've made to previous iterations. Like there's a a more simplified mechanic for golfing. When you're using the buttons, it's kind of like a two button system instead of a three where you hit the button to start, hit the button for distance or power, and then hit the button for accuracy. This one's more power and accuracy are kind of tied together depending on what landscape or terrain you're on. Like if you're in the fairway on your bar, you have these little red areas on either side at the top like at max power. And it's basically like, if you go max power, you're going to lose a little bit of your accuracy. And if you're in the rough, you're going to lose a lot more of your accuracy. And if you're in a bunker, you're going to lose even more so on and so forth. Um, but I think for the most part outside of me, just not realizing that and still like intuitively hitting the button the third time, because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Cause I guess I just kind of skipped the tutorial for that stuff. Um, it makes sense, and, and I think that's fine. The more gimmicky aspects of it, though, are what I'm having trouble with. The, the stuff like the speed golf comes into play in the story mode because you're, you're basically starting out with a group of uh, Charge and Chuck and a Boo, and there's another character I can't remember. Oh, and a Toadette, I think. And basically you're playing your rounds as the speed golf to introduce you to like that multiplayer mode. And I like some aspects of that. Like it makes it a more active experience. You hit the ball, then you run to the ball. But the things I don't like about it are when you're playing like a typical round and it teleports you between your ball and you know, the next spot that you hit your ball, you also get to see a shot of your ball's flight path and see where it lands. Whereas when you're running to it, you don't get that. It tells you when in like the upper left-hand corner, Oh, you landed on the, uh, the freeway, freeway, fairway, sorry, the fairway or the rough or <laughs> yeah, a bunker. Yeah, freeway, yeah. Man. yeah. That's out of bounds. Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you don't get like a good idea. Like I could be on the fairway, but be right behind a tree. And then I'm running up to there and then I find out I'm behind a tree and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is shit. Um, So there's aspects of that, like that could be solved with them having like a little camera of your ball in the upper corner or something like that. So while I'm running there, it's also showing me the flight trajectory of my ball and where I'm landing and stuff like that. Um, So I think that takes some of like what I like about the game and like, I'm thinking as soon as I see where I'm landing also like some of the strategy it takes away from me because for me, I like to see that because it then gives me an idea of how I should be treating the ball. Like did my ball land and then roll into the rough or did I just hit it into the rough 
or like I'm not seeing those aspects of it, and that's what I'm feel feel like I'm missing because that then informs my next shot. Like, oh, in that one I used top spin, and then it rolled into the rough. Maybe this next time I should use a little back spin and kind of pinpoint it a little more. Um, oh, okay. So there, there's that aspect of it. And then the next course, like it's very much the courses in the story mode are informing you of the different types of gameplay that they have available. Um, so I'm sure at some point I'm going to have like a battle golf style tournament also, but the first one was normal. Second one was that kind of the second one was, well, the first one was normal ish, but it introduces like the speed golf stuff where you're running to your ball. The second one is where it gets kind of shitty and it's like cross country golf or something like that. So it's multiple holes and you can do them in whatever order you want, which is kind of like the battle golf multiplayer, I think. But in this course, it's like different levels and, and you're trying to hit your ball into these like tornadoes or wind vortexes to lift them up onto the next level. And I, I don't like that at all. Like it's very particular and you got to come at it from the right angle. Cause even if you hit it into the wind thing, it doesn't always raise it as much as you want. So if you're further away from it, then it's going to lift it up, but it's still just going to smack into the side of the valley or whatever. And then you're going to be too close to the tornado. So you can't hit it into the tornado. It's just, it seems very poorly thought out. I don't, I didn't like that at all. I, I didn't end up having as much trouble with it as I expected to, um, because that's what the second tournament is, is like play a round of golf on this. So I basically strategized to get up to the top platform first, and get all the holes up there and then come back down and then come back down to the lower level. So I didn't have to worry about like going up and then back down and then up again. Um, but it, it just wasn't something that like, it's not something I feel like I'm ever going to see in real golf. And obviously that's, that's kind of the fun, right? Of Mario golf is it's absurd and you're going to see things that you're not really going to see in real golf, but also it just seems like really shitty. Um, the one after that was like a speed golf thing where you're trying to uh, conserve water, basically. And that was just like, it was just more speed golf. But I don't like when they take away the actual golf mechanics. Like, they're not worried about if you get par or bogey or birdies on these holes. They just want you to get it done as fast as possible. And for me, I, I like getting the satisfaction of getting like a birdie or whatever. Um, so there, there's that it's, it's really, is the speed golf is the one when you run in or that's something else. So it's a combination of that. It's like, there's like the speed golf where you're running to the ball, but you're still basing the score only off of whether you come in under par or, you know, the lowest out of the group. But then there's the speed golf, and it's probably called something different between the two. But then there's that one where it's literally just whoever has the fastest time in these 18 holes is the winner. doesn't matter if you went over par or not. And, of course, the more shots you take, the more likely you are to take a longer time. But that's not always necessarily the case. Um, 
depending on like your setup and everything, like if I'm taking my time to like adjust for the wind factor and this and that, like it's, you know, I might get it in fewer shots, but these guys might get there ahead of me. Um, so there's that stuff. I also like the power shot that my character has right now just seems stupid. Cause I thought it would just make my ball go further basically but it just made my ball go straighter. So like this one time I just hit it right into the smack dab side of a mountain and that pissed me off. So I don't find myself actually using like the special shot very often. I'm just like, give me my regular ass golf, I guess. Um, the overall like RPG ish elements of it. Like there are definitely aspects of that game boy color game that I am enjoying. Like they'll have practice areas for the courses and you can go there beforehand and there will be challenges like, Hey, hit three drop shots into this like bullseye basically and, and get the most points, those kind of things. And you get experience from that and you can get better control and speed and whatnot. So I think that's cool. Um, as long as there's more of that and I, I haven't found there to be as much as there were in earlier courses, but I might just not be searching it out as well. Cause I definitely have already stopped talking to like all the ancillary characters that don't do anything for me gameplay wise, but just say words. Cause I'm like, I don't need to hear you talk about like, Oh, charging Chuck's really good. I hope you beat him today. I, d- I don't need to be reading all yeah, that stuff. Exactly. I know. Cause I was like talking to everybody and I was mm-hmm. like, Man, you ain't got shit to yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's. I came to learn that, and I was like, I know the guys that are going to give me something. They have exclamation points over their head. I'll, you know, I'll meet with them. Yeah. I just so, wish there's something more clever for them to say, like something really saying nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, see, that's the thing with the Trails games RPG. See, I wish it was like Mario RPG where. They basically saying nothing. I can beat those games a lot faster. Right. Because, oh, it seems like everybody says something that's kind of funny or really has something to do with something. Not, mm. I mean, not all the time, but a lot of the time. More times than I would think an RPG of that nature will put in right. for NPCs to really have, uh, like, this, this have talking points that say, oh, that's interesting, or you learn something. Because after a while, you start growing. Because they'd be the same NPCs, and you start growing with them. You start learning about them. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay. And But it also takes a lot of time. Because while I may have like only two tasks to do in the game on that part of the chapter, I'm spending, man, 30 minutes like walking around the whole freaking city <laughs> talking to everybody. Yeah. It's like the Mass Effect <laughs> ship. Like, I just want to go around, talk to everybody, get a little bit yeah. of the story that's going on. Yeah, Whereas exactly. this, it's like, oh, random Koopa number 72 said <laughs> yeah, a stupid yeah. thing again. Like, there's no difference between them. There's no character to them. You know, you're not seeing Boshi or whatever. Like, it's just, yeah, it's filler. Which, like, to their credit, there's a lot of filler there. Like, there's a lot of characters there just standing oh, around yeah. with something to it say. There's a lot of characters. It's probably a little more than it needs to be. Exactly. Exactly. They spend too many, too much time on too many characters and not enough quality writing stuff. Yeah. I but mean, yeah. I, oh, go ahead. Uh, just overall, like I'm enjoying the game in spite of some of the things I don't like about it. I do think it's still fun, 
but I hope at some point later in the game, it becomes more about the being good at the golfing game and not so much the gimmicky stuff. And one of the other things that worries me is like, since I'm playing at the same time as other characters, like I'm playing alongside them. I don't like any of the, like I'm going to mess up your thing. Super moves. Like, I guess there's ones that, you know, knocks balls away and stuff like that. Like, Give me superpowers to make my game better. Don't make superpowers to make other people's game worse, right? Like, that's the kind of stuff I hate. Yeah. But, so what are you thinking about it so far? Well, see, I only played a little bit of it. I'm still needing the, the tutorial aspect of it. So, what I get to, I think I... What am I working on? Not my drive. I think the, the spin... Mm-hmm. I think I'm working on the spin right now in the tutorial. I forget, but I'm very early, man. So gotcha. I don't know. But like, so is the story pretty good, though? The story like, is overall? fine. It's, hey, you're a golfer. So, so it's not what you really wanted, like, in Game Boy Color. No, but also, like, to be honest with you, I'm I'm looking at that through rose-colored lenses, I'm not entirely sure what the story was in that game outside of, hey, you want to be a pro, and, you know, Mario's going to come along, and you're going to beat him. You know, I don't I don't know that there was much more to it, like emotional depth or anything like oh, that. Okay. And that's what this is so far. Except I'm not really seeing... Like, what I recall of the Game Boy Color one, it was like every course you were meeting up with, like, a Mario character. And it's like, it's a big deal if you, as a rookie, are going to be able to beat Yoshi or something like that, right? Where this is... It's you and Charging Chuck and Boo and Toadette, and you're all part of this, like, rookie class. And you're trying to prove yourself better than them. But I haven't even found that, like... Like I said, I came, I don't, maybe I'd said it before we were recording, but I was telling you basically in one of the speed golf things, I was rocking everybody. And then like the last two holes, I hit some really bad hazards that then made me fall into second place as far as time goes. So technically charging Chuck came in first. I came in second and I think Toadette or Boo, I can't remember. One of the other ones came in third. But, like, you don't get any character interaction from Charging Chuck. Like, oh, man, you almost had me, but I beat you in the end. Or just, you know, I beat you. Oh, it doesn't, they, oh that sucks. Yeah, it doesn't have to be as specific as, hey, you had me in the first round, but then I got you back or anything like that. But I wanted and, to be something similar to, like, Golf Story. Uh, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I want, like, just with Mario characters. Yeah. It's definitely not that. Like, Golf Story is very much heavy on the story which which is why i enjoyed that so much and would have liked the golf mechanics of it to be a little more tweaked but i overall i thought that game was extremely good and if i put if i put these two games up against each other like they're very different in a lot of ways but they're i think overall as far as a game and enjoyment i think golf story was kind of the superior product there yeah, because I, I was expecting, like, hey, in the story, you go through different worlds, like like a Mario, mm-hmm. like a Mario game, but is this golfing? You go different worlds, and you battle these places, then you face a boss, 
which is one of the Mario characters. Yeah. And then you go to another world and, you know, golf. I mean, you could put some story around that, but it's like that was the basic premise. And I wouldn't mind it like that. Like, you get zany courses, different type of courses, like with all these Mario, um, the basically Mario like architecture uh, like in the games yeah like you maybe you're in the desert so you see those the tall pyramids guys. and oh, yeah. those little ball things that be like cactus mm-hmm. i don't know brown cactus balls and you, you that- do see some of that but it's like i was telling you before we started podcasting like there's there's not as much detail to that as i would like from from this to give me Mario vibes. Like if you took out those very specific elements, like the cactus guy and dropped me in with any generic cartoony looking character, I wouldn't go, Oh man, this is very reminiscent of Mario. It, it just doesn't give me those vibes. Ah, uh, yeah, darn. And that's what I really wanted. I mean, it seemed like an all right game. It's just, it, it seems like it's not what I had in my mind, what mm-hmm. it was going to be. It's a game I'm definitely going to spend played, time I never with, played the other Mario Golf. I haven't played Mario Golf game before. Gotcha. This is like my first one. Uh, what were you about to say? Uh, I was just saying, like, I'm I'm still going to spend a lot of time with it. I feel like, especially if the game is, you know, sufficiently long. Like, I'm I'm going to beat this game because I'm enjoying it. But it's it's in spite of its flaws that you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I hear you. All right. So I guess I get into what I've been playing. Uh, so I finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, I mean, wow. at least the main okay. story. Uh-huh. Uh, because that's the game I've been playing most of the week. Right. The other games I played because I needed some video. Because I can't get video of Assassin's Creed Valhalla very well because it's it really slows the game down when I put on OBS to record. Mm. And it's like, uh, I, I don't want to play like this. Or I have to put the then I put the graphics down. That's like I don't want to play like that. I don't want to play it with like there's like no freaking no shaders or nothing. <laughs> and it look all flat. Uh, so I don't want people to see me playing like this. Yeah. So I said nah. I'm just gonna have to not record it. But I, okay. Overall, I enjoy it. I think I like Odyssey better. But I like how I progress through Valhalla. More than Odyssey. I like the whole thing of me going to different parts of England to get that kingdom or clan to join ours. Not join us, but be our allies. Mm-hmm. And then they go into story. I like I like the way that game the game goes that way. The overarching story with the whole animus stuff and the Templars is still very confusing to me. <laughs> It seems like it's pretty cool where they're going, but since I didn't play the other games, I'm just not attached to it mm. as much as someone who probably been invested in this story post-Desmond has. So, like, if there's a character that, uh, spo- a, little, a little spoiler, but not too much. Um, there's a character that lives, who is somewhat, somewhat a villain. And he lives, he, he somehow he survived to our time hmm. because of something you did in the past. But he became a villain right at the very end. I mean, like, it was almost like a Final Fantasy kind of thing when, oh, I was the bad, like the old Final Fantasies. Like, <laughs> right. I was the bad guy. 
the whole time. I was like, I ain't never met you. But you did meet this guy. And but the way that he came out to be is like, what? What is going on? And then he doesn't really fully explains it to you why he's the villain. Like, like, like why he doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't understand. You just think he's mad. You say you're mad. Now, I sort of understand why he's doing what he's doing. But for the protagonist that I'm playing to not understand, it just feels unfulfilling. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, right. you know? Now, um, like that's a two part thing. See that like he's a villain, but he's not a villain as far as the Templar. Like he's not a Templar. It's a different type of like he has his own agenda. The Templar thing, villain thing, that was alright. It was an okay arc. It was okay. I mean it's not it wasn't great, but it was okay. But I but as far as gameplay, I do like the whole going to war, like battle. Like I, I love that. Like you're you're breaching the fortresses. Like you try to break down the barriers. You know, helping out. Mm-hmm. Like you really feel like you're fighting in a battle, man. Uh, and, and it feels good. Like just to man, like to chop people heads off and just like <laughs> gorge them. I mean, it's, it is brutal. But yeah. I mean, you gotta imagine. Oh, listen, hand to hand combat stuff is probably the most brutal shit you're ever gonna see. Me, yeah, probably being because you got physically you got stab people and cut them off. It's one thing about today's war. I mean, blowing up people and seeing pieces all over the place, that's fucked up. But it's usually from a distance. Yeah. You know? It's not as <laughs> intimate. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's not you freaking piercing your sword or axe or knife or dagger or anything into a human being. Yeah. And they don't die instantly, you know? So, I mean, it'd be, <laughs> unless you cut me and you chop the head off. But then, hey, what it, sometimes, what if you got the dull axe and you don't get the clean hit? It, and it's like. Oh man, I mean it's it, it is brutal, but it's so satisfying, so satisfying. Dan, it's like yeah, yeah, give me that blood. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it the game overall was was pretty cool. The side quests, I, like I said, I stopped. I stopped to go straight through this whole game. And actually, you know, I'm gonna go back and see my time. My time should be right because I never left this game on because I always turn my computer off. I always turn it off when I'm going to sleep or stop playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. I want to see how long it took because it took a long while, and I didn't do most of the side quests. I didn't, and all the collectibles and shit you do around the world, I didn't do most of them. And I think I put a lot of hours in this game, and I'm like, man, ain't no way in hell I'm gonna play some more. And then it's still a mission I can do. It's not really important. What is this mission? Uh, it was a wedding. I did that, and that was kind of like the end of the game. Was it like the red wedding? No, but there was there was a uh, something that was it wasn't I wouldn't call it a red wedding like a red meeting I guess I don't know what you say <laughs> okay. like the doors were shut and then people saw coming in to kill people gotcha uh, but I forget what the mission it doesn't seem that important I was like come on why are you just giving me this that it looked like it's just me traveling and just going to be talking to somebody I was like come on man yeah at least give me something that's be fun to do. Mm. Uh, yeah, and romances are really not that important. And for a game that, at the beginning, it says, do you want to, like, this game has some nudity, but you can turn it off if you want to? It's not a lot of nudity. only saw titties one time, like, at a brothel, and that was close to, like, one of my last missions. <laughs> I was like, this... 
still nudity. Why though. even? Thing is, I'm just saying, why even have it? Like, I, listen, I'm not approved. I, I'm definitely not approved. But I'm just saying, if you're not going to only really show a lot of nudity, do you really have to have it then? If it's oh, not going like, to be really, sh- why even put it in the game if it's going to be that little? Yeah. Like what? What's the what's the point? I mean, what? Just just be like, because even like when you you have a, a a romance with someone, whether a woman or a man, when you say like, "Hey, can I just, just go to bed together?" They with their clothes on, man. You go to bed, you're close. <laughs> of and course, you don't see. They don't. They don't. Ain't no Mass Effect kind of sex stuff happening. That's all you do. And I was like, oh, "This is okay." I mean, I don't care. But I'm just thinking, I thought it was going to be like graphic because the way that y'all advertised about nudity in the beginning of the game, I'm thinking like, holy crap, man, they, they must go some graphic stuff. I want to be seen like ding-dongs in here. Yeah, you don't see ding-dongs or nothing like that or or a lot of naked women either. So that's if, if you don't like that um, stuff, then yeah, it, this game doesn't do throw that stuff in your face. And your person who do like it, well, you're going to be disappointed because it doesn't <laughs> throw that in your face. <laughs> you might if you got a PC, you might have to get mods. Maybe there's some mods out there for you. There you go. But I heard that the canon of this story is that you're a woman. Because I played as a man this time. I played as a woman in Odyssey because I heard she was a better character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this always, for me, always pitching Vikings as the men, the men part. You know, and that's the, the reason why I, I chose a man because that's why from history and everything I grew up with it was like. Hey, the like there are the one man and they're going and pillage and stuff like that. I normally see women. I mean, I ain't saying they didn't. They weren't there. I'm think I think there are some women warriors. Uh, maybe they are. I, I honestly don't know Viking history. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know except for like television. But in the Greek mythology, I, I just thought of myself as Wonder Woman or Xena. Right. So that's why <laughs> that's why I was really okay with being a woman because I was like, yeah. And plus, she just. She really just looked apart. Like Absolutely. That, that Especially woman. once you put that stuff in, on her. Yeah. Made her look like Wonder Woman. So I was like, hell yeah. I'm Xena or Wonder Woman. That's what I am. Yeah. I'm just, so that's that's really what it is. Like, if this was another, if this was like another Assassin's Creed from a different time, I would easily have picked a woman, probably. It's just that Vikings always think of more manly and dirty. And I, I don't really like my woman dirty. Not in that way. In other ways. Oh, good lord. Joking, oh. <laughs> All right. So, anything else about this game to talk about? Overall, yes. I, I think it's a good game. It has some weaknesses in the story that I didn't like. Overall, it's okay. I... Don't I wonder how people who are just fans of the story how they feel about this one? Like mm-hmm. they like the other the animus stuff especially. Yeah. How they feel about this. And I don't know what they go on from here. I, I wonder what's the next big Assassin's Creed gonna be. Like where it's gonna take place and out of the animus stuff. Oh, you do technically see spoiler Desmond, but as his new entity, because it does sound like Nolan North, and I think somebody said, Oh, that's Desmond. And that's I said, weird. Oh, okay. So no, he's a new thing, huh? He transcended. Yeah, he's like because yeah, he's something. But he because he helped save the Earth. Um, they talk about that, and now okay. you're trying to stop something else that's going wrong. And what just people are thinking is like that's Ragnarok is happening. 
in today's world. And so because there's something going on with the tectonic magnetism earth science shit. I don't know. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's it sounds like it's something cool, but I'm not going to get my hopes up because I thought it was going to be something cool happening in the previous trilogy. <laughs> or, I mean, not counting the two games that were pretty good, but, you know, I mean, the previous, like, overarching trilogy, like yeah. Assassin's Creed 1 through 3. I thought it was going to be something cool, like, oh, we're going to get a game we're playing, like, real time. And Desmond, you know, because he learned all these things from the Animus. And, nah, that's not how they wanted to go. And, I mean, I see, okay. But I just thought, like, maybe one, like, not that the whole game is, like, you're in current time. But, like, part of the game you are. You know, like, you're in the Animus shit, whatever time period. And then there's a part of the game where, okay, we got to take care of the Templars. See, I was there. But then, I guess, they didn't want to end the game. Even though... It's not really end of the game. You can just always say like, "Oh, somebody lived." Then now they're doing something new. But it's, it's just that I don't like how the previous game ended. It, it was very, for me, it was really anticlimactic. Yeah. It didn't feel good. Yeah, uh, with that game, and the whole thing with Desmond killing that woman—that just did seem. I don't know why. It, it was shocking. It, it like it wasn't shocking. It was just like why. It it don't make sense, and they say, "Well, she was a Templar." I said, "What? What? Okay, whatever." But yeah, that this game is was pretty good though. This game was bizarre. All right, so here's the other games I played. I played the Yakuza Like a Dragon. I played a little bit of that. I am in a new city right now, and I'm homeless. Oh no! So I'm living amongst the homeless, and with when the homeless, he was teaching me how to find money by looking under vending machines and you had to go look under vending machines to find coins and that's exactly what i was doing that's all i did uh all right uh, what else have i done now i play with the xbox cloud like because i got your account i can't get my own account because i don't technically don't have game pass i just share it with you i don't know what you're talking about dominic i don't know what you're talking about sorry microsoft (laughs) but so i used the game xbox cloud First time I tried to do it, I couldn't get my controller to work. Then I just tried the next day. It worked. So it's not something... I didn't change anything. It, I guess it's just a glitch for the reason why it wasn't working. I have no idea why it wasn't working. And I just start playing random games. Like, I picked some sports games because I was like, oh, let's see how the load times are. And they are faster. They are a lot faster. I played some baseball. It looks a whole lot better, too, than what <laughs> I got on my base Xbox. Yeah. I was like, Damn. But it sucks because I built my character up on my X base Xbox. So even I wanted to play on yours, I'm like, ah, I got to start over again. Mm. So I don't know. I might still do that, Dan, because those low times, oh, my God, they're so fast (laughs) compared to the base Xbox. Because it's like I'm just right in the game. It's oh, yes, I love this. I can get through shit faster. Yeah. I wish there was more fighting games up here. The only ones up here is Injustice 2. The low times were faster than base Xbox, but it's not as fast as I wanted it to be. Like, I was thinking, like, bam, I'm in a fight. I didn't feel that way. I still see the bar moving. I don't want to see that bar to move, Dan. I'm going to be like, bam. I click, start fight, you go. Now, what yeah. game was it? Where I'm trying to remember the game that they show things during the load screen that I played. Ah, uh, 
because I was like, oh man, you they need to make it so that you can you have to press a button to continue because <laughs> I can't see it anymore because right. the screen loads too fast. I'm trying to remember the game. Forza, Forza loads really fast, but it doesn't. For me, I wasn't impressed with the visuals on it. Oh, okay. I I don't know. Like Gears, I saw the difference in visuals from my yeah, base Xbox. Okay. Forza, I couldn't tell as much. Um, I mean, I guess technically, you know, it could look but so much better because it looks really great. Right. On the base. But I don't know, man. I felt like it should be more. It should be a lot better than that. Uh, maybe I'll look at it again. Halo. Did I play Halo? I tried to. That's when my controller wasn't working. So mm-hmm. I couldn't play that. I'm trying to think of another game I tried out to play. Hmm. I can't remember. I did try Madden, but then I realized, oh, this isn't this isn't Madden 21. This is only Madden 20. Mm. So I was seeing like, because I always wanted to know, is the Game Pass version of Madden 21, if you got the Xbox Series X, are you getting the the new one? Right. Yeah. You oh, no. hope so. No, I think you are. I think you are. No, my fault. I'm, I mean 2K, because 2K, uh, you had to okay. pay more. You had to get the... Um, the oh, whatever yeah, the edition, Mamba, the Black Mamba edition, yeah, or whatever. Right? Yeah, you had to get that to get it, and I think Game Pass is only the base edition. I was like, oh man, but the load times are fast, but the visuals they look cleaner. They do look cleaner, they, hmm. but they don't look like the visuals I saw for next gen. Gotcha. Like they still look like old gen, just um, a little smoother, uh, sharper, I guess. And but the and the little towns they they were faster though, Madden I don't know why I guess that's not that is not on X Cloud Madden Twenty One because it is on Game Pass technically mm. because of EA Play but it's not on the X Cloud because I wanted to see what that looked like and I I couldn't so but yeah overall X Cloud if it's working it seems to be okay now I haven't played I played one game multiplayer I forgot to put it up here I just remember it now um, I have to look for the title. Because I don't remember what it was. Okay, it's called uh, the game I played was called Gang Beast. Oh, okay, yeah, that, is, that game's that, fun. Yeah, oh, you played it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I've also watched it be played on like Giant Bomb and stuff a lot. Oh, okay. Like, w- w- what year did it come out? Uh, it's been out for a while now. I think it was in early access for a long time, but it's it's got to have been like three or four years maybe that it's been out. Oh, you, you played it years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Game Beast is on Game Pass now, and I tried it out. Yeah, I, I never heard of it. And yeah, it it is sort of fun. I mean, it's like flimsy controls because mm. it's, it's that's the point. Like, it's the... To be that way, almost kind of reminds me of like Octodad or something like yeah. that. And but you're fighting, <laughs> you're fighting these other guys. I'm um, in the game. I couldn't play any other game modes because uh, the server, like they said, it was like server messed up or something. Oh, but yeah. the only game mode I played was like the um, the Rumble one, where you kind of throw the guys off mm-hmm. and make them fall. And um, I actually recorded some of that and. It was it was it was fun playing again. I never won. Every time I get, I always got se- I got second sometimes. Um, well, one time the one time I didn't see know where the guy was. 
He <laughs> was hiding, I guess, in a part because that's the bad thing about the game is the camera. Yeah. Because the camera won't change. Uh, like, like it won't move out so I can see where everybody else is. So I'm thinking I was the last one because I threw somebody on the train tracks and the train hit them. <laughs> and it hit me too, but luckily I didn't go through where you die. And I came out and said, yay. And then I was like, where's the other guy? And then I think I fell on the train tracks and it just killed me. And he came down and then he won. And I said, that's bullshit. He didn't even do anything. <laughs> so, uh, and a lot of times, a lot of times when I throw people off, I throw myself off. So we just go, go down. And that's what I start doing. I say, you know what? I don't care. Because I'm just going to take somebody with me. So you're going to lose with me. And that's what I do. I just try to fall off. It is funny playing it. Like, you're... Game Beast is like you play these, like, blobby, uh, plushy characters. And, like I said, the movement is kind of out there. Like, it's very clumsy. You're moving. And... Like, you have a punch button, which the punches sometimes don't land. You got to really get in position to land yeah. them, to knock them off. For they can at least be days for a little bit. You could probably pick them up and throw them. Then you have, yeah, you have to pick a button where you can pick people up. You got a jump button. You got a kick button. So it is just like, imagine, like, people in, like, big, um, like, mascots who can barely move fighting each other, you know? Or something. Oh, people in those fat man suits, or big sumo wrestler floaty suits, and you're trying to fight somebody. That, that's what kind of like it is. Yeah. And it, it's fun. It is fun doing that. It is crazy. And yeah, and I enjoyed it. I pl- that's the only multiplayer game I played on the cloud, Xbox Cloud, and it worked for the most part, except for that one, the time, like I said, when I was trying to get to a, a like, I was trying to play the football one, so I never got a chance to play that one. And it's only multiplayer because I didn't see when I try to play single player. Is it local or something? It I was just only one there. Yeah. That's, so I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, that sucks. It's pretty cool. Hey, hey, it's on Game Pass, so try it out. So it worked for the most part. Um, so now my computer is somewhat far away from my my router, so I think I some only sometimes I did see it. Like say, oh, your like my connection wasn't strong. But then I think a lot of times it didn't do that. Uh, so I don't know um, what's, what's up with that. It shouldn't be matter because even though I'm somewhat far, uh, I, I should be enough distance that I get good connection. I mean, I play these other games online and I don't have a problem. Excuse me. It works, but I just tried it yesterday um, to play the cloud and my controller don't work again. So I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know why it works That's sometimes. It works. Now, it works in the menu, but then when I click on the game, I can't. It doesn't register my controller when huh. I'm in a game. And so I, I don't know what's happening with that or why did it work the last time. It's got to be something on their part because, like I said, I didn't change a damn thing. Uh, what else have I played? I played, oh, a new game came out this week called Curved Space. I talked about this a year ago for an idea Xbox Summer game fest mm-hmm. um they had last year so this is a game where it's like an arcade shooter we're going to stop a spaceship there actually, there actually is a story to this like there wasn't really much of a story in the demo from last year and there's voice acting but i don't understand what the story is i have no idea like i don't know why this girl is trying to shoot these spider 
monsters or absorb their energy. I, I don't know, but it seemed like it's some kind of dimensional thing because at one point it was three of her and they were different colors and you had to choose like what which asteroid or something to go to to fight the next um, group of baddies. And mm. I was like, oh, I, okay, there's something to this, I guess, but I just don't know. The game is okay. Like, um, so you're on like a planet, kind of like like you were saying, like Burial Galaxy, when you're kind of on that rotating world, or like those Ratchet and Clank levels they have. Uh, I remember playing them on the PlayStation 2. When you're kind of on this orbital like asteroid or plane like you could go on all sides and it like it looks cool and chewing the bugs it feels all right you kind of it's like a really fast-paced shooter where you shoot bugs you keep picking up new weapons different type of weapons uh like all kinds and then you get sometimes you make yourself get get specials where you can your weapons are stronger and the whole point, like, you shoot the enemies, and then at some point, you have to drain their power. Like, you have to get the power, and I guess this is for reasons you hit each this power. I don't know. Maybe this is a source of energy. Uh, like, you take it from the spiders. Like, you, um, there's a button where you can tether them to some um, control point, and it kind of sucks the power from those enemies. Hmm. And you can use that tether that, um, as a ability, too. Like, you tether them to you, and you do a... I dodge into them and you kind of like take a lot of power off or kill them instantly. All, all depends how strong they are or um, you are. And then you have big bosses. Each seem like each each stage you get like a big boss um, that they look pretty cool. And the problem is with this is it gets a little tedious um, at times. And also, I wish it was actually a little faster. Like, I wish it was a little bit faster. Like, I think it's a little, um, it's not slow, but it, it it just feels like I wish I could get to a point on the map. Like, I wish it was a boost, really. I mean, I guess the dodge is somewhat of a boost, but I don't know. And I, like I said, I wish there was a little more variety, too. Maybe there are, later on in the game, variety of more enemies. But from what I read, it doesn't seem as much. I mean, the bosses are very different. But so far, I have only seen the same group of enemies, uh, and I just feel like they can. There's potential for a little more variety in that. Like, it, from what it sounds like, I'm just going to be doing the same thing throughout these maps. I don't know how long this game is. I mean, the music is good, the vibe seems pretty good, but it's not like a great game or anything. It, it seems okay. It seems like an okay game, like twenty bucks. Eh, I, I can see that. Wait a minute. Yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah, because with the soundtrack, it's twenty five, ninety eight. So twenty bucks. It it seems like that's a decent price for this game. But it's an all right game. But you know what? You don't have to just buy this. There's a demo out for it. That's good. and I think the dem. I think the demo's still on Xbox. For last time, cause I just, I just deleted it like mm. maybe months ago. So there's a demo for you can try to see if you like it. Because you might get disoriented the way because the way it is, so like if you're the type of person who get like sick from like that ro- like going around <laughs> that kind of rotation because the camera is really because the way the planes are on the the maps like you're kind of uh, on like a short it's like a, almost like a small planet you imagine like on a small round 
bald and you're just attaching you go all around and the camera kind of follows you really quirky like mm. so you really have to try it out but i i mean i like the game i i i, I enjoy it uh but yeah it just has its problems but hey you can try it out it's a demo all right uh did i play anything else oh ratchet and clank i played a little bit of ratchet and clank 2 the destruction on the playstation 3 i hooked up my playstation 4 controller to it but then I realized mm. when I got to the point where I had to use a six axis, the places I thought the mm. PlayStation Four had a six axis. I guess it it does, but it might just not be compatible using it with the PS3. And then I buy my ratchet dot, and that I had to turn it off because you can turn it off. But it said like certain weapons use six axis, so I was like, ah! So I got to get that. Mm. I got my old crappy. PlayStation 3 controller right here, too. Because first I had that, and then I said, like, oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot. The PlayStation 4 controller does work with the PS3. But now I'm saying, like, oh, man, I forgot they got six axis required shit. And I got to use this crappy old PlayStation 3 controller. God, that thing feels horrible. Because when, when I was playing that game with it, I was like, it, Jesus yeah. Christ, man, this is <laughs> this does not feel good. All right, man, so I guess that's it for me. So I guess we'll take a break. And when we get back, we get to the flashback segment. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle, doodle, doodle. And we're back. Now, we're in the flashback segment. New month, Daniel. So it was only many games to come out in the first few days of July. So next week, I have some games. So I'm just going to jump in to what we do every month, the beginning of the month. We do the covers of magazines from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, some maybe 30 years or 25 years ago. But we're starting with 2011. So 10 years ago, we got PC Gamer. And PC Gamer had Mass Effect 3 on the cover, baby. Oh, oh yeah. this is this is like my most anticipated game after Mass Effect 2. That was my most anticipated game within. Uh, yes, <laughs> this game. Oh, also, this is the world's number one PC game magazine. Of course, yes. This game, I mean, we know about the game when it came out. And the game is fine. The game's fine. It's just the ending Ending wasn't great. I still like the game. But before that, I mean, I just cannot wait. I cannot wait to finally see the story, how this ends, how this journey ends, fighting the Reapers. Seeing old characters like Ashley, because I that was my love interest in mm-hmm. one of my games. Yeah, um, I didn't have I had Kate and Alive in one game, um, but uh, I didn't really care about him. But getting to play with Liara again, and what else we got here? Uh, getting to play with Rex uh, a little bit. I mean. Just a little bit, you was like he was kind of there, mm. but he wasn't in your party. But seeing everybody, seeing the gang that you missed out on, you didn't really see much of them in two. You might saw them in like a little side story or something. But seeing your old crew again, this game is more like the new crew from two was the what the old crew from one was in two because they didn't really join you. You just like did some missions yeah. that they possibly were there. It all depends how you're and how. Your decisions from the pre- previous game affected this game, which I think for the time it was all right. It was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, like seeing oh what I did from game one, even the first game, 
Like with the Ragnite Queen, if you kept her alive, she was still around. I don't remember what happens if you killed her. What happens at that point? Was there another Ragnite or was it just nothing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, and if you kept people alive from your final mission, which, you know, I didn't realize how hard it was. I mean, the way that people described it about saving the whole crew on Mass Effect 2. Like, some people's like, man, I lost this person. I lost this person. I was like, darn, man, it seemed very easy just to keep everybody alive <laughs> for me. I was, I had to try to figure out how to kill people for my second playthrough. Because I was like, I want to see what happens when people die. <laughs> and I did. I saw, like, the ships explode or something. And you just see somebody disappear. So, oh, we lost this guy. So, oh, no. Uh, but, yeah, my crew, everybody lived. But, yeah, this this game, I, I, I couldn't wait for it. I couldn't wait for it. And it says up here, you know, Mass Effect 3, you knew it was coming. You didn't expect this. The crappy and I guess they're going to talk about the crappy <laughs> Exactly. They, they, knew, they knew about it in PC game before it came out. Uh, what else we got here? They got here on the bottom, step-by-step God Get 46 pieces of Guild Wars 2 loot Ooh. right now. Ooh, I should have told my dad that because he didn't have that game for a bit. Uh, gaming laptops, the rig roundup that... It's going to save you $915 inside. Oh, there we go. just has to spend $3,000 to save $915. (laughs) Dire Wolves. Can you survive a Game of Thrones? What the? Game of Thrones didn't exist back then, Dominic. (laughs) I. No, it didn't. (laughs) I wouldn't know what the fuck they were talking about, Dan. (laughs) Because I did not. I did not know about the book. So. I wouldn't know what the hell they were talking about. Darn. All right. So now we're going to the next one. This is Xbox Game Magazine 10 years ago. Batman Arkham City on the cover. Exclusive. Hands-on. And darn, yeah, it's just Arkham City. And we got... Look at Batman. I used to like... I used to like those... um, Cover arts like all those like posters, whatever I see, like Batman, Joker, Catwoman. Hey, they look cool. Yeah. You also got uh, Mass Effect Three. The breathtaking final chapter begins. Yep, this is when everybody was getting Mass Effect Three news. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill downpour, dripping with fear and horror. Our games art. The experts weigh in. Yes, I never heard this talked about before. Never. Dan. Besides I, our I like, second podcast, go back. Go back. Yeah. Listen to our second part. <laughs> All right. Well, I was going to say my back by Arkham City. New villains, killer gadgets, and never before seen areas revealed. Oh, they're spoiling it, Daniel. They're spoiling <laughs> the game. Who would have thought they also, would they have got new four- villains? <laughs> Forza 4, Ninja Gotten 3, and Tomb Raider. We're on 7, man. This is 4. All right. What else we got here? We got PlayStation Magazine, the competition. Well, it's not really competition because they're the same company <laughs> that does both. <laughs> it's the PlayStation official magazine, and we got the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Ooh. World Exclusive. PlayStation got it, and they got the worst version of it. That's what's funny. <laughs> that's, what's, that's what's funny that this is they get the freaking exclusive screens and shit on this magazine they got the worst version of the game 
Elder Scrolls V Skyrim better, bigger and better than Oblivion. True. Definitely was. And see, at this time, people didn't realize this game was going to be released a billion times over. <laughs> also got Uncharted 3, Bioshock Infinite. Oh, man, we getting Bioshock Infinite news. Twisted Metal. This is before the PS3's Twisted Metal game? Oh, the game that I was kind of excited for, but then it turned out to be not good. <laughs> Tomb Raider. Starhawk. Oh, Starhawk. I remember Starhawk. What happened to Starhawk? It came out and didn't sell, so nobody cared. But it was something special about Starhawk, Daniel. And why it, Starhawk is apparently an American author. I'm going to have to put video game. And it's, a, it's some older woman. She wants the spiral dance. Go read it. All right. Will do. There was something. Oh, Starhawk. I think it combined with Warhawk. Like Warhawk was like the the air the airships and mm-hmm. spaceships, I guess. And then Starhawk was like the ground, right? The oh, ground was, okay. guys. I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember, remember. I remember I'm, Warhawk, but I I don't remember Starhawk as much. Yeah. See, I remember them t- that talking about that. Like it says the most notable change from Warhawk is the addition of single player story mode, which was intended to be included. And Warhawk was eventually moved. The gameplay is similar to Warhawk. A new system called Build and Battle allows players to build structures such as bunkers, defenses, and armories in the midst of battle, giving the game a real-time strategy feel while remaining a third-person shooter. The game includes flying mechs called Hawks. A player respawns into a landing craft, which they can steer with a limited range to reach the battlefield. Like Warhawk, there's a 32-player online battle. Starhawk also has cooperative mode, similar to the concept of Horde mode in Gears of War franchise. Uh, reception, the game was currently holds 77 Metacritic, indicating generally favorable. IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Darn. But the game for it gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Mm, so that's IGN got paid, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... But yeah, I remember it's like, yeah, they were talking about connection with Warhawk. And it's like they wanted to, I remember, there was, I don't know if they ever did it. I remember like I was looking at G4 and they were saying how they wanted to be like uh, combined Warhawk and Starhawk where like you're on the ground and Starhawk doing things lower right, like people up in the sky doing mm. things in their crafts. And it sounded great, but I don't know how well executed it was or even if it was. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Did the guy we worked with and um, Target guy? Because I, I remember we were talking about it. I don't know if you ever got it or not. All right, all right. Last magazine for 2011. I got here is Game Informers. Beautiful um, art, man. Like I like this. Um, cover it's of dark siders 2 yeah where you, you are playing as death and i was really looking forward forward to this game also uh because i like dark siders 1 i was willing to dark siders 1 i was like oh cool man and then the way it ended i was like oh man the other four other three horsemen are coming and i was for some reason in my brain i just kept thinking like oh they might make a multiplayer or something because there's other three horsemen and no, no, that's not the case. Uh, but I was really disappointed by that. But I was like, oh, so you're playing this death this time. Okay. It's pretty interesting. But it didn't get, like, really 
high reviews. It didn't get terrible reviews. It just was like I just saw like average scores or even lower scores in the first one. Like I didn't see people like it as much as I thought they would. Like I thought I was really like I was really expecting like, oh man, they're really gonna make a, a so much better game because how people were talking about how Dark Siders was pretty cool, the crew Zelda like game, like God of War and Zelda put together or something. And I was like, okay, they're gonna, gonna build upon this hype they had, like people loved about this game. But it just became to be like a decent game. And I I played it. I mean, it was okay. But it wasn't um, great or anything. I I didn't finish it. Uh, I kind of always said I wanted to go back. But then when 3 came out, I was like, okay, maybe I'll go back to 2 because 3 might be pretty good. But then 3 got really was really, really mediocre. It was worse <laughs> than all of them. And I was like, ah, now I kind of don't care about the story anymore. <laughs> so I just I just fell off. But this was really anticipated at, at the time. People were like, they were like, because they, they really enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I mean, first that one first was, one was, was compared to Zelda, you know? Yeah, exactly. It was a very, it was very much a surprise. And it was like Zelda, because like when I heard that, I said, let me try this game out. And I played through it. So, oh my goodness, it, it, it kind of is. It kind of is. I'm going to say this right here. It's better than Breath of the Wild. You heard it here first <laughs> and only probably. <laughs> I don't know. Jim Sterling might say it too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we're going back 20 years, Dan, to 2001. And we're going to the unofficial PlayStation magazine, which has Spidey on PS2. Oh, yeah. On the front. The first look of it, plus Spider Man 2 for the PlayStation 1. First hands on preview. That game was, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I don't, I, I don't know if it's a good game or not, but I enjoyed the yeah. PlayStation 1 one. I, still, I think I still like the first one better. All right. Also, they got PlayStation 2 Secret Weapon, Jack and Dexter. Yes, I really wanted this game. I got it, too, for Christmas. Mm. I got this game. I was really looking forward to this because I remember looking at the demo disc on one of the PlayStation magazines I had, and it had... Uh, like a little mini documentary thing about the making of the game. And they were saying how it was a seamless world. Like, like it's really no loading. Like the only loading is at the very beginning. So, you know what? That tells me, Daniel, that that was always kind of a thing that Naughty Dog and Insomniac sort of did. Like, yeah. I never noticed long loading in their games, except for the beginning. Like they're only loading up Usually all the assets and stuff. But at the beginning. But after that, it seems to run all right. I mean, after that. Like, I never had to wait for more loading in their games. And Dak and Dexter was like a seamless world. And this was, to me, this, this boggled my mind. Because I never thought of that. I never I mean, I never played a game like that. Mm. Like, I always played like a Mario game. You got a little mini world. And then, you know, you jump out the picture and you go to another world. Right. Uh, another world, another stage or whatever you want to call it. But... And Jack and Dexter, it's all connected. Like, you can walk from here and you walk to the other part of the world. I mean, the island or something where you have to go to. And it's huge. It was beautiful. I mean, the game was beautiful at the time. Like, I couldn't... Like, I was like, man, this is my Mario 64. I thought it was going to be like, this is my <laughs> Mario 64 for this game. Because, like, it looks beautiful. It, it looks, like, um, gorgeous. 
I mean, the character looked cool, and like I guess, um, and the combat looked okay. Like it was like a good, a cool platformer, and it was. I really enjoyed that game from beginning to end. Uh, maybe it got hard when I was like playing the later bosses, but I eventually beat it. And they really changed it up in a sequel, though. Like they went like he wasn't a. I mean, I was happy he can talk now. Mm. He wasn't just a silent protagonist. But it got too little violent. And I was like, oh, you're scaring me. Uh, but, yeah, that, <laughs> but yeah, they went the little. I guess they said, yeah, we got to get extreme, man, for the teenagers. Mm-hmm. But I was like, hey, I like the cutie stuff because I play. Like, look, all my other games are extreme. I'm like, I need something to, like, mellow back on. Right. You know? I mean, I still enjoy it. I still like the Jack series overall. Like, it's still fun. And it was still good. I still, like, enjoy it overall. Though I don't mind, I didn't mind that first one. Like, I like the tone of it, of the first one. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what else they got on this cover, Dan? We got Grand Twistable 3, best racer ever. And I thought so too, even though I couldn't play the shit, play this game worth shit. I, I thought it was the best racer. I just thought I sucked, which is true for both counts, probably. It is a great racer at the time. <laughs> And I just suck at playing it because uh, <laughs> controlling realistic cars is not my thing. I like to just hold the gas and brake every now and then, but not if I brake more than four times, I feel like that's too hard for me. <laughs> I, I can't do that. <laughs> All right. What else they say here? They got here. Gotta see games. Tony Hawk 3, oh, 007, yeah. Age Under Fire. Not so much. I think, is that the one my game, is that the game my friend had? And I think we said, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> uh, Twisted Metal Black, talked about that. Red Faction. And Dark Cloud, the Zelda killer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got? Uh, we got Next Gen Magazine, which helped the game I just talked about the ton of. Jack and Dexter. I should have I saved it for this cover, Daniel. Because uh, this, is, this is Jack and Dexter on the front. The Precursor's Legacy. Are these PS2's next superstars? Sure. Yeah, they became PS2, yeah. yeah. Them, them and Ratchet. The Definitive Game Boy Advance Launch Guide. Oh. And also Best E3 Ever. The Complete Report. It's just crazy Xbox. that we haven't seen a Jack and Daxter since, you know, since I, the PS2. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, like, Ratchet is the only one that kept continuing. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what other series on PlayStation 2 has continued on it, but God, God of War. Yeah. God of War, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Sly Cooper got like another game, but. It, it, well, it got in. Yeah, it got a PS3 game. Yeah. So it got further than now. Jack and Daxter, at least. Yeah, it did. But not, I mean, they didn't have as many games as Jack and Daxter, though. Jack and Daxter had more games. On the PlayStation 2, because they had that racer game. I don't know. You know what? Maybe it's just one more game they had more than them. <laughs> it's, so now they're tied. <laughs> Not counting the um, HD collections. I'm trying to think. I, no, there's another spinoff. Oh, well, technically the PSP game. The Daxter game. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing you have me on mute because she's crying because I don't hear you responding. Sorry, I, what? <laughs> I can't even hear I say, you. Oh, you you didn't hear me? Uh, just that last part. I heard you talking about the games. Just didn't hear what oh, okay, you said okay. Now. I was saying I was guessing you had me on mute because yeah. I was like I didn't hear you responding. Yeah, yeah. 
she's yeah she's awake <laughs> needless <right>. to say <laughs> i feel like she went to sleep long all right she never Best. does it's usually like 45 minutes of the- she take power naps <laughs> best e3 however okay to talk about the xbox and gamecube launch info ps2 goes online oh yes this is like talking about online gaming with the consoles there this is the early stages of oh it. yeah Give me some fantasy star online and my broadband adapter. I was like, I didn't think it was going to be a thing, Daniel. Because I was like, man, not enough people have broadband adapters. This ain't going to be a thing. I didn't know the future. I think Tony Hawk 2 had one line for the PlayStation, right? Something like that. What'd you say? said Tony Hawk 2, I think, had one line for the PlayStation 2. Or maybe it was just three. It might have been three. I I thought it was just the Xbox one. No, that no, the Xbox Tony Hawk because Tony Hawk Two did come to the Xbox. Yeah, it's X. I think that Tony was the one that got um, online. Gotcha. And then they went for three because I think three, yeah, because Xbox didn't get three when yet because Xbox didn't come out yet. Three came out on the PlayStation Two, while Xbox got Tony Hawk Two, but it had online. Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome new PC games. All right, and wait a minute. Okay, next gen. Okay, I'm thinking. Why well, I'm thinking on PlayStation Magazine because I guess it's Jack and Dexter. I was like, why it's on PC? Also, they reviewed Grand Turismo Three, Red Faction, Tribes Two, Miss Three, Ill Bleed. All right. So what else we got here? We got. Oh, I skipped the Game Pro, man. Okay, I knew I skipped something. All right, Game Pro. For July 2001, we have Sonic and Two Adventures on the front. One of the last big Dreamcast games. And they also got a lot of the junk. They got the Game Boy Events on the front. And Sonic the Hedgehog screens on the Game Boy Events. That's crazy. Hi, Sonic on a Nintendo console, Daniel? No. Never happened. This should not happen. The Game Boy Events arrives. Super Mario Events, Castlevania Circle of the Moon, Fire Pro Wrestling, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. No, that's a... Well, 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 were these all launch games? Or they were just games coming? I think they were... I think they, they were launcher so, very close to it, at least. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Game Boy Events had a pretty good launch. 100 plus games inside... Including Crazy Taxi 2, Red Faction, Twisted Metal Black, Dark Cloud, NBA Street. The best arcade basketball game ever. PC Game Pro has Tribes 2, Barter Gates 2, Thrones of Ball. Oh, we just talked about that. Thrones of Ball. Alright. And we got here Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 up top, man. And I can't read this little thing up here what, what does this thing say uh 3.4 million what i i can't read it oh read by 3.4 million gamers oh, okay uh bat hoffman's pro bmx grand Theft Auto 3 and i see something with half-life well blue chef okay that was on the enders uh bonus metal gear solid 2 trial edition mini strategy oh they got a strategy of how to beat the trial game so that's good all right so now where I'm at, Dan, I am at the whatever this is, Electronic Gaming Monthly. And they have the Game Boy Advance on front. Game Boy Advance, every launch game reviewed, plus can it survive a toilet flush? Okay. 
That's they are asking the important questions. Can this survive a toilet flush? Because I do have those problems with my handheld. Alright, Siphon Filter 3 unveiled. Screens and info inside. GameCube Star Wars. You won't believe your eyes. Pokemon Crystal. First US screens. Oh, Pokemon Crystal. Oh yeah, that was a huge game. Yeah. Uh, I feel Final like I remember Fantasy I had two- this one because of all the Game Boy Advance and the Pokemon Crystal stuff. I was like, I need yeah. that magazine. Oh yeah, did you have problems with your um, Game Boy in the toilet? Did I have problems with my Game Boy in the toilet? Can it su- survive a flush? I think I I was uh, good with not getting it in the toilet. So oh, okay, well that's good. Uh, Final Fantasy and Tomb Raider behind the scenes of these summer ga- summer flicks. Oh, oh no, yeah. thank you. And I was I was so anticipating these two movies, Daniel. Yeah. Like I went to see them the first weekend. Me and my friend. Uh, Final Fantasy. Well, we see Final Fantasy. I think that came out. I forgot what came out first. I've never seen Final Fantasy in theaters. Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, I didn't go see because I think I was so pissed off with Final Fantasy, <laughs> I just didn't care anymore. Like, I was so wanting to see the movie. I see some rare things about it. I said, yes, I'm going to see this. Final Fantasy, the movie. I came home disappointed. My mom was like, what's wrong? I said, man, this movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't the Final Fantasy you expected it to be. No. If they had no, just released not. Advent Children instead of this movie, I think people would have been a lot happier. I would have been a lot happier, even though I wouldn't understand what the fuck was going on, but I would have been happy. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows what's going on, but it's like the Final Fantasy yeah. that you know, at least. And, and Yeah, and then it's like the action was good. This I, don't, can, I can't even think what was like a, at least a cool scene. Yeah. Did they have like military battles at some point? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just thinking like, it looks... Real, but y'all didn't do anything. Yeah. All right. So what we got here, Dan, we... Uh, is that it? Did I finish this? No, I got one more. I got Game Informer. Yeah. Oh, I had this magazine. And I remember a lot of this magazine. Because I remember reading this, uh, like, walking to the store. I think I was walking to the Warrior Farms that was, like, in my neighborhood. Mm. And... Like I was read, I'll be reading my walking. You shouldn't do that, people. But I didn't care. Uh, <laughs> Fell in a manhole, died, and then had a whole <laughs> yeah, movie yeah. about me. But I remember reading this magazine because I remember like looking up the GameCube and the Game Boy Advance because mm-hmm. I was I think I was reading, yeah I think I was at the point of reading the Game Boy Advance. I was like I really I was I kind of wanted it because I was like man these games I didn't realize there was no back backlight though because I was thinking like man. These games look good, and I say I gotta get this. I might have to get this system, yeah. and you can connect it to the GameCube. I say I might have to get this. Uh, so I was getting a little jealous too of the GameCube. I was like, "All oh, these games look look how good Luigi scared of ghosts." I mean, that looks <laughs> cool. And and the potential Zelda and Mario. And look at, look at the stitches on Mario's overalls. Oh, I yeah. they, they talked about that. I remember being was like, super impressed by that stuff. Seeing that yeah. on the like Smash Brothers. Like, wow, look at that. I know. I said, this is so real. That is a real Mario. And it's funny <laughs> seeing that Samus render. That's from like the early prime like alphas or whatever. But I don't... Wow. What is that Star Fox from? Is that also from... Smash Brothers, I guess. Maybe Smash, but you know what? No, they did the Dinosaur the, Planet. I was going to say, thing, was right? it Dinosaur Planet? I guess. Wow. But you know what? 
it was still dinosaur planet then, I was right? I say it feels too oh, no, early no. for that, wasn't it? Actually, by now they changed it, right? Because dinosaur planet was supposed to come on the sixty four. Yeah. So I think by now we realize it's going to be Star Fox. Okay. Adventures. Man, I'm not sure. I want a new Star Fox Adventures game, Dominic. I'm the only person. I, I didn't finish the one, the game that you gave me of it. Yeah. I, I didn't finish. I can't really get the comment to say that your um, opinion of that game was wrong. <laughs> well, at least there's that. At least you can't tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. All right, so this is the massive. They got. I mean, let me talk the big news. Star Fox leads the GameCube invasion. So yeah, it's gotta be Star Fox. The Star Fox um, adventure yeah. game. I can't remember how long like that Smash. came out after the GameCube launched. I feel like it was a while though, at least. Yeah, I mean, you got you know Nintendo games used to always get delayed. Yeah, in these times, they always got delayed a lot. So yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it was. It was. I remember this. Yeah, it was Star Fox Adventures in this magazine, Dan. Because oh, okay. I remember reading it in this one. Because I was, I was getting a little jealous of the game. I was <laughs> like, yo, they get some good looking games here, man. But I said, nope, PlayStation PlayStation's better. PlayStation's better. I'm good. Uh, like, they, they showed off the Star Fox there. I remember they showed off Smash. Now, Smash, you know what? I never did get on it. Get on that game with N64. Mm. Even though it was really popular among people. I was never one of those people. I because I never got the game. I don't know what it was. I don't know why that game. Even I even though I, I remember the commercial. Um, it played that Beatles song, or something from N sixty four, and them like those big big um people in like burial burial <laughs> yeah. costume, a Pikachu costume, so happy a Yoshi. Together. They were kind of fighting each other. Yeah. I used to like the commercial, but I did not care about the game whatsoever. I don't know. I think I was so up PlayStation's ass that I didn't give a shit what was coming on game, um, the Tone 64 anymore. Like, I was just invested in that console. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just look up, like, okay, the last game I'm going to play is just Ocarina of Time and, and fuck anything else after that. <laughs> and and that, that's basically what it was. Like, once like Ocarina of Time was the last big game I got on the N64. The next game I got was Star, Star Wars The uh, Pod Racer, because my sister got me that for my birthday. Uh, so, yeah. It, I, and so, Smash never registered me as great until I played it on the GameCube. I played it on N64 at somebody's place, because I, 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 I hated that damn freaking controller <laughs> of N64. Yeah. Um, but now I realize I was holding it wrong. <laughs> I, that's why I hate the controls of that game. That's like, but what's the punch button? That's like, what the? Why am I using the 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 C buttons for goddamn moves? That's like, this is stupid. That's like, I hated it. But when I played it on the GameCube, finally, I think it was like a video game club or something. Somebody had it, mm. and shucks, man. I was like, man, this game is cool as shit. I was like, this is fun. And I was like, man, I like Smash. So melee, so melee was really what got me into Smash. Mm. All right, let's see. Plus some Game Boy Advance launch guide. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff for Game Boy Advance in this magazine also, and they got some massive PS2 Xbox coverage inside too. I don't remember what it was. I mean, come on, this was like twenty years ago. <laughs> I'm surprised I remember this shit. All right, all right. 
I think that's it for 2001. Did I miss anything? Uh, nope. nope. So now I got one for 30 years ago. A magazine for 30 years ago. Nintendo Power had on the front this little gem. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, boy. It's the game based off the hit Robin Hood movie. <laughs> the best Robin Hood to come out in 1991. All right. <laughs> yep, with Kevin Costner. Morgan Freeman, Kevin Slater, Sean Connery, and others. Yeah, and others, yes. <laughs> and I don't. I wonder if the game got a better review than the movie. That's the movie was. That would actually pretty be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> also, you got Game Boy, Altered Space, and Roger Rabbit. I know Roger Rabbit. I don't know what Altered Space is. It's like Altered Beast, but with space monsters. <laughs> oh, okay. And contests. Win a trip to pick up your Super Nintendo. Oh, my God. You got, I got to go to Japan to pick it up from Miyamoto himself. <laughs> yeah. I got to get that Super Nintendo, Dan. And this magazine has the official Nintendo seal of approval. Oh, beautiful. Quality. <laughs> All right. So that is it. For the flashback segment. So I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right. to the gaming news so what we got Dan alright Dominic you were telling me about this but last week we talked about the golden eye maps that a, a user had created for Far Cry 5 and how they had been delisted by Ubisoft after MGM basically sent them a letter saying cease and desist um, sounds like they are back up on there you can find them by searching for things like golden cry and I think like perfect dark something something um, so that's pretty cool. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last week, but what could it have been about these levels? Like they're not using Was it their called assets. Golden Eyes? Yeah. I don't know the name of it. Was it called Golden Eye? That's why? Then that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, I mean like I guess yeah, I guess yeah, you exactly. could say like, hey, this is too close to our thing, but in reality, like, did they need to do that? Of course they didn't. No, they didn't. Because even then, because like, what if, that's like, I don't know, like a username. What if a username is like GoldenEye something? Is that, I can't do that? Yeah. That'd be, like just the name of the map. Yeah. Like, that doesn't. Don't tell the Bomberman yeah, man people, Dominic. Don't snitch on me. Maybe his title was GoldenEye from the movie. 
Goldeneye. That was By the a same name, Goldeneye, <laughs> yeah. starring Piers Brosnan so from the MGM <laughs> yeah. Corporation. Yeah, it it just seems crazy because I mean people are remaking stuff all the time in things like MGM. Why you got to be shitty? Also, isn't MGM just Amazon now? Amazon, why you being shitty? I think that's how that works, right? Although, don't like. In there, like the family that owns James Bond, don't they like still own rights over? J- I don't, I don't know how that works. Anyway, it's good that that stuff's back. Tommy. I thought the Queen owned it. <laughs> yes, the the Queen. It was it the Queen. <laughs> yes, and if if she dies, then Meghan Merkel owns it, and then we're all going to hell in a handbasket, Dominic. All right, in some other news, Dominic, we got EA Play coming up this week, and uh, it sounds like they're doing some events across several weeks of July, um, but nothing that sounds like too, like, oh my God, this is when the news is going to be. So I guess we'll you know play it by ear as that stuff comes along. But BioWare has come out and basically said, don't expect anything regarding Dragon Age or Mass Effect at any of this. Yeah, who gives a shit? Don't get your hopes Damn. up. Damn! <laughs> so there, that, that's what I, that's what I wanted. <laughs> there, there are heavy rumors going around right now that there is uh, basically a remake of Dead Space being worked on by EA. Okay, uh, obviously nothing confirmed, but that would even if it's not something I'm looking forward to playing, and I think it it would be cool depending on what it is. If uh, from basically what I heard was like, oh, they saw resident evil remakes and said oh capcom's making money off of that we could do that same thing um if it's something like that i'm excited just for the surprise aspect of it i'm not yeah i haven't really been expecting ea to come out with a dead space thing and now there's that like spiritual successor that's being made elsewhere i so it would be still be a cool surprise to go oh yeah yeah, it would be but maybe, maybe some EA Sports talk about NCAA football. You know, the players, hey, they finally can make money, mm-hmm. you know, uh, outside of college. Yeah. That's good. Uh, what so do they, what you, do those contracts then become? Are you... I have no fucking idea, Daniel. Are like, you this getting, like, a top five players on each team or, you know... Top one player on it's very a couple of teams. I leave that for EA's lawyers to figure out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I leave that for them because I don't know. Because yeah. I was thinking about that too. And then I said, you know what? I, I just whatever. I, all I really wanted was that they can make money outside of college. Yeah, that's all I want. See, I see. I don't think it's colleges don't have to pay them. That's not the thing. Mm. But they can make money outside of college, right? So now you could potentially actually have a star on the cover of NCAA who's an actual yeah. NCAA current NCAA a player, current right? Yeah. Exactly. So that, Even though I wouldn't, cool. I, would, I would still just do somebody who's in the NFL. Yeah. Because you probably have access to them and also you know that they're somewhat successful and they aren't just going to disappear off the face, face of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, exactly. shit. Yeah. How do we get that guy on here? So, yeah. But, yeah, it... I mean, hopefully I see something from that. Mm. What else does EA got? Skate four, maybe. Oh yeah, skate. Oh, that's right. Yeah, skate Battlefield. 4. I'm sure they'll show off. But yeah, so tied a Tasmanian tiger um, <laughs> <laughs> game. Yes, absolutely. They're coming back. 
dip their toe in the water with the the remake or remaster or whatever they released surprisingly a couple of years ago and they can just put the title Titanfall 3 is coming you know i mean they could do that and, we, and we'll, make we'll, we'll people extremely like excited and now. extremely angry at the same <laughs> time yeah no cuz we ain't going to see it for 5 years from now yeah i don't know it's, i mean i know i know we're going to see some more battlefield absolutely that's not really something I'm interested in seeing more of. I'm trying to think. That's another franchise. I mean, I kind of do want to see Madden too because I I wasn't impressed with the next new gen Madden mm. graphics. I'm hoping they do something better this time. And later in the month, I think it is they're doing a Madden specific kind of stream, so they should have something for you there. And maybe they can announce like a little bit of the baseball game. Yeah, that would be, be working yeah. on. Let's see what you got. Let's see what we're working with. And, uh, maybe a surprise fight night. Fight night's coming back. <laughs> and now we're talking with Logan Paul on the front. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I take it back. Cursed. Yeah, they're gonna fight have night. something. It's like, look, we're gonna have you can box streamers. <laughs> they're gonna have some streamers come on stage talking about the game. How you can box certain people? Is Markiplier boxing? Is Markiplier is not falling down the celebrity boxing hole? The uh, fighting PewDiePie or that guy who plays the Fortnite games fights the other guy who plays the Fortnite games. They can fight each other. And those people, and maybe that girl from the um, bathtub um, streaming Twitch thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can have like, yeah, you, and you can fight against the legends. Yeah, they have Muhammad Ali fighting like Logan Paul. Oh no! And just ruin it, just ruin everything, <laughs> just ruin boxing. <laughs> is is boxing the day officially boxing dead dies. now that like the the biggest thing that's happening in boxing at any given time is whatever streamer is participating? <laughs> Simple as that. Maybe yeah. I bet I'm, a, I'm the wrong guy because I'm not. The, I'm not a huge boxing guy. Yeah, uh, you got to ask a, a real boxing guy. Talk to Floyd Mayweather. All right, Dominic. In uh, some other news, we got a, a Ghost of Tsushima is getting some DLC, some Ika Island expansion. So there's going to be a new island, new story, new. Lots of things, uh, so hopefully that's like substantial for people that that were having fun with that game. But along with that, there's going to be a PS5 version of that, as well as a PS4 version of that. It's going to be called the um, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, so that'll include all the DLC stuff and everything. And you're going to be able to do an upgrade, but there are going to be like weird steps and money involved here. So you got, if you buy if you bought the PS4 game, the original game, if you want to upgrade that to the PS5 director's cut, you got to pay 30 bucks. If you want to upgrade that to the PS4 director's cut, you got to spend $20. And if you want to upgrade the PS4 or yes, the PS4 director's cut, to the PS5 director's cut, that's another 10 bucks there. So there is a path there, but you gotta you gotta spend some money. Um, but it sounds like they're doing 4K 
with uh, what they're calling uh, targeting 60 frames per second. So I wonder if there's like a, yes, I want 60 frames per second at 1080p or something like that setting maybe. Um, But that's good. They had already done like the upgrade visually, I think, and kind of like a PS5 enhancements for that game. But it's, Uh it's cool to see that they're doing like a full expansion situation for it as well give it a little extra taste of ps5 long longevity i guess so yeah the the expansion is not is that that's not just exclusive to ps5 is it no no it's part of the ps4 director's cut as well okay yeah so i mean this is cool that they don't expect i mean i even if it's not as big as like the witcher 3 one because that's mm. probably like one of the best expansions yeah um, probably ever. Um, just seeing that, I think it's pretty cool that they have one. Um, they have something like this. I mean, I hope it's I hope it's at least fulfilling mm. for the fans. And I mean, I mean, one day I want to play this too. Yeah, it does uh, but seem I want to like say this. Right yeah, but I want to say this about this um, whole price thing. I, this is what I hate about Sony and the way they done new gen. Is that? I'm sorry. It should just be. It probably should be twenty bucks, and that's it. Director's cut. Yeah. PS4. I mean, or if you, if you're upgrading from, like, I mean, getting to the director's cut is ten dollars if you're on within the whole the same system. Mm. But if you want to go to PS5, it's twenty dollars. Regard. Um, it's it's twenty dollars. Yeah, it's weird when you get into like these middle steps, and it's like, well, I have the the director's cut on this system, but now I want it on this system, and now I gotta spend an extra ten dollars. But I already spent ten dollars, and then I spent ten other dollars. It's just complicated. For I just think that that whole thirty dollars, like PS4 base to PS5 base, thirty dollars, man, kiss my ass. Like that, that's that. Come on, man. Like you gotta. That that's I'm sorry you, you shouldn't charge them. Like if this if it's just a base, just let me play it. Yeah, it's it feels like they're trying to get too much money out of it, right? Like, because if you're looking at it and it's what uh ten dollars to go from the PS4 or no, so yeah, I guess basically what they're trying to do here is. PS4 to PS4 director's cut. So basically you buying the DLC is $20, but then they're still trying to take that cut of like, Hey, next generation games are $10 more expensive than regular games. So then yeah, that's when that's you bullshit. get into the $30 and it's like, you're trying to skim too much off the top here, buddy. And this is from the first party company. Like I expect this from a third party. Yeah. But I expect, PlayStation would be very simple about this. Like, look, you got the base game. It works with your PS5. Mm. And then if you want the DLC, um, if you got the base game, but you want the DLC, it's $20. That's it. And then it works on PS5. Yeah. Yeah, because like I, don't, I also don't know with like the PS5 enhancements that are already a part of that game. What's the difference between that and the PS5 quote unquote version, right? Like, are you locking some visual upgrades behind some 
paywall just because you're calling it a PS5 version now. And now I can't install it on my external hard drive. I have to install it on the internal hard drive to play it because it's technically a PS5 game. Yeah, that sounds like the Sony doesn't even. They don't need to do this, man. <laughs> like, like why? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't agree with this. Yeah. Like, this doesn't seem right. But come on, I paid for your damn console, man. I'm in your ecosystem. Yeah. Give me this. Slum like, give me this. Like. This I already bought your game. Yeah. At least let me have this. I'm going to be buying more games from you because I have your system. So let my upgrade be free. But the D, I'll pay for the DLC, which is understandable. But let my upgrade be free for the first party games. So let me ask you this, Dominic. In in the case of Sony being Sony and also trying to simplify things, if going forward every first party game that you bought came with the PS five and PS four versions, but you're currently playing only on a PS four cause you don't have a PS five yet. If they charged you 70, what is it? 60, is it $60 now or $70? $70, it's, right? Cause it's $70 for the yeah. new, new gen games. If they just made you pay $70, but it's like, okay, you're going to get a free wink, wink upgrade. Cause you've already paid for it. Basically. Is that acceptable, or you, is is that like fuck no? Because I'm not well, paying the playing the next gen version at this time. Oh, Daniel, I'm not I'm not buying a seventy dollar game. Okay, that's a, that's one thing. I'm not buying it. I don't agree because I don't agree it should be seventy dollars. Right. I'm not buying think, games at seventy dollars. I'm not buying them at release. Understood. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That I don't I I don't agree with that. So, because oh, games yeah, are it, the cheapest they've ever been, according to people who try and talk about inflation. And we've already done this whole thing when they first started yeah. talking about seventy dollars. So I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, that that seems like kind of a fallacy to me. People, people are still saying that. Like I still see people say, like, "Hey, yeah, I'll pay a hundred dollars for." Oh yeah, and it disgusts this me. game <laughs> that that only costs like fifteen dollars because I play it all the time. Yeah. And I, I think it's and worth it. And that's well it. and good. Like, buy some merch or something for that game, right? Like, buy something else that supports yeah. that developer. Don't don't just say, hey, we should spend See, $100 on games that we like all of a sudden. It's a psychological thing that I can't get past. Yeah. That, 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 that like, a game like, uh, um, um, not Among Us, but, well, it could be Among Us. $100 Among Us for Among Us. Holy Guys. shit. <laughs> oh, Among Us. Or Fall Guys. Like, same as I'm a big fan of this game, I play it every single day. Or like Uno. I used to play Uno every single day. Every day I used to come home, play like five games of Uno, go to sleep, wake up before I go to work to Target, play like five games or so, whatever. (laughs) Uh, You're right. It was an addiction, though. (laughs) To to, uh, Target. Or when I did have briefly had a car before I went to go. (laughs) But I used to play Uno all the time. Now, the hours I put in there, like, people could say, like, man, that game was worth it, $100, because you put so much time into it. Yeah. But the psychology of it is that I would never buy that game for that price. So I wouldn't have put that time into it, because I would never buy the game. Like, even you telling me, like, you will love this game. Psychologically, I cannot get past the point that I will pay $100 for this game. No matter how long I I possibly will be playing it, yeah, it's just it's just I can't get past that. Like I I know like 
hundred dollars? You kidding me? Now, did you ever end up buying like you you did buy some of the packs and stuff for Uno, yeah. right? So like yeah, they did, did get more it. money out of you in a way, but yeah, yeah, the upfront cost of like oh, it's just a hundred dollars. Because then you could you prove to yourself, I'm going to continue playing this, so it's worth me putting more money into this because I'm going to continue playing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you got to prove your worth. I, nah, man. Like, I mean, I don't like shit. Like, like we said, we said when sixty dollars came, man, I was like, yeah, damn, sixty dollars, man. What the <laughs> hell? Um, it, it's it's it'll be hard. Like seventy dollars. <sighs> It'll be hard. Maybe I'm not saying I would never do it. Yeah, but it's something I would think about. Is that something I would just be like, yeah, I just go and buy it. Yeah, it, it's something I would think about. Like I would think, like maybe I could hold out for a bit. For like, if I see it for like ten dollars sale or something, mm-hmm. like I'll take that and just say, yeah, I paid the sixty. I didn't. I paid it like it was before. It really feels like with the $70 game, we really need to get back to a point where demos exist or some way of touching a game before you you plunk down that money has to exist because it's just absurd. Yeah, yeah. It's just that games, the games have changed too much except for, I know it looks better and so they put more into it. It's just that, why is this... Why is this a product that costs more than this product? Why? Yeah, it's like it looks better, but it's like it's still the same kind of game I played before. Because you also get into the weird tier thing where like, okay, I can buy Gears of War at $70 or I can buy Ty the Tasmanian Tiger at $70. Like, yeah, <laughs> one of these should maybe not be a $70 game if we're considering that to be the pinnacle the you know yeah what i should value is the pinnacle exactly i mean even production standpoint everything like on so many layers that game is you know high uh, at the top tier of of video games right where but then you gotta look at like maybe like a a ratchet and clink which is like the how much they put in that like how gorgeous that yeah and compared to uh just like the, the game i just said um fall guys or Let's just say Hades. Yeah. Something like that. They didn't probably take as much as far as putting the work into their games, into the way, like, the graphics and all that stuff. I mean, not saying they definitely, I mean, they put, both teams put work into, like, the mechanics and how the game works. But you can see the production value of Ratchet & Clank Mm. is bigger than the production value of Hades and definitely bigger than Fall Guys. Way bigger than Fall Guys. Except their foliage but, doesn't move, Dominic, so it's a trash game. So, <laughs> Yeah. But, but I'm playing those games more, so I guess they should cost. I mean, should they cost more then? Because yeah. I, I'm putting more hours. I, I'm playing, I get to play that more. While actually play it, most likely, I'll play it to the end. And then that's it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I know it's like what you pay, but then I'll I just put I let's put my foot down. It's basically that I will just wait on these games. Yeah. Especially like in this day and age where you really do see discounts extremely quickly in, in relation yeah, to just, things. Just Nintendo games. They're the only ones. Because yeah. I mean even the, I think last weekend 
Sony had things like Returnal and some of their other PS5, Dark Demon Souls, Spider-Man. They had them for like $10 cheaper. And it's like, okay, that's, you know, now we're talking. So. All right, Dominic, speaking of Sony, though, they are taking your extra $10 per video game and buying some uh, studios. They've got Housemark, speaking of Returnal, developers behind that, and Rezogun, they picked them up, as well as Nixies, who is a port house who's made uh, the PC ports of games like the previous Tomb Raider trilogy, as well as Avengers, Deus Ex. It seems like they've done a lot of work for, like, Square Enix, IDOS kind of people. So that's led to a lot of speculation that, you know, maybe Sony is going to be looking more into getting their PS5 games or just their games in general, their first party games onto the PC as a platform. You know, we've, we've already seen games like uh, Days Gone, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn end up on the PC. There have been rumblings that, the uncharted collection and uncharted four were going to end up on the PC. I mean, I think the uncharted four thing came out of an actual Sony slideshow for press for investors. That, that seems almost as official as possible, even though we really haven't seen, I don't know, like a press release saying, Hey, this is coming. Um, I think it's still stupid. If they don't put the other uncharted, (laughs) it's definitely questionable, but yeah, I mean, you look at you look at Microsoft picking up all these studios, and I know we, you and I were talking about this. Like, you know, oh, there are some people out there that say, you know, Microsoft picking up all these studios is a bad thing, um, and it it's dependent on a lot of criteria for me. Like, is it a studio like Double Fine? Are they going to now be able to make the game that they want to because they have the financial backing of Microsoft? versus having to go on a platform like fig and and basically hat in hand ask for money from people to make psychonauts too um i think in that case it's good same with like obsidian i think you know them having a financial backing and a stability is a good thing same with housemark for sony but the thing that differentiates a Microsoft acquisition to me and a Sony acquisition is that Microsoft is making availability of games a priority. I can buy it on PC in a lot of cases for their first party games. I can play it on Xbox. I can also just have a fucking Chromebook or an Android phone now and stream that game to my system with a pretty high level of of reliability. You know, you talked about it earlier in this podcast, just that service is, is very much getting there. And we've heard talk of people putting it into TVs. You can sell something as simple as a, um, like a cloud, like, like a stick or something like a Chromecast. Stick, yeah. One of those stick, either uh, Amazon stick yeah, or a fire uh, stick or something like that. And that's what I thought, you know, we talked about it when we started hearing rumblings of like a cheap Xbox. I thought maybe that's the route they would go. Just like a little set top box that streams these games. And now I'm hearing, which I didn't realize at the time we talked about flight simulator coming to the Xbox series X, but apparently what they're also doing is they're bringing it to the Xbox one, but they're bringing it through cloud streaming. So you can play it on your Xbox one. 
And if you can start streaming Xbox Series X games on your Xbox One or through your Xbox One, I guess, basically, that's awesome, right? Like now as an owner of an Xbox One, I might not have to ever buy an Xbox Series X because you have the hardware on, you know, the far side of the earth. And I'm able to just pull that down through the internet and get a stream on my console. I think that's really cool. For I guess you get the third-party games on, like the ones that don't come to the cloud or Game Pass on your PC or mm-hmm. PlayStation. I guess, if- or maybe if this is successful, then they start third parties start to see the benefit of it and. I would be a little worried that they do their own thing, you know, then you end up with like a Netflix, YouTube or Hulu, yeah. HBO Max kind of situation. And I hope maybe Microsoft can wrangle them in a little more and just say like, hey, this is our platform. We would prefer if you just, you know, joined us here. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, they've been successful with like the EA Play stuff. I I know there was also, I thought at least there were rumors at one point that they were also going to bring Ubisoft into the fold. So that would be incredible if they were able to do that. So, you know, and again, whenever I'm talking about this stuff, I'm talking about this from a place of privilege where we do have broadband internet, high speed internet, I should say, in our area, you know, and, and some people more in the middle of the country and you know, more rural areas maybe don't have that. And that's why you have other options for them, but they're red States, Dan. So I don't care. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Microsoft doesn't care about red States. Um, (laughs) But yeah, basically like having that ability, having that option, even if it's not, you know, it's an option and that's, it's always good to have more options. So uh, I'm not going to complain about that, but yeah, basically back to them having the potential for Sony to also be releasing their games on PlayStation, I think is only good for consumers, basically, is yeah, the yeah, roundabout they, they, way they, of, of getting there. Yeah, because I, th- I think you were trying to get to that they can possibly port the games to PC, at least, mm-hmm. more games, because that's what um, Nixus does. I wonder, is Nixus going to be doing that, or something totally do. I hope just because it sounds like there's been a lot of talk around Sony as of late that they want to do that kind of stuff to, to bring it to PC and expand the audience a little more. I, I do too. I mean, I do. I, I personally do too. Mm. Yeah. I definitely hope that that's their idea behind it. I mean, but if they choose the other way, I mean, it's not horrible. Cause the, Hey, no, give those guys games. an opportunity to do what they want. Right. Yeah. So, you know, maybe with Sony Cash, they can do a little of both. They can expand, you yeah. know, working on on ports and also have teams that... Or Sony just get somebody else to do ports or something. I don't know. It's, who knows? Yeah. I mean, if they, they, maybe you get both things happen somehow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, Dominic, speaking of new games, NetherRealms has announced that they are officially done supporting Mortal Kombat 11. There's going to be no more DLC characters, and people are also speculating that also means no more balance patches and things of that nature. Um, Can you just give us all the costumes for free? (laughs) 
No. I mean, but technically they, they are free, but can you just give it to us without me working yeah. towards getting them? Now like they'll playing? be less angry with you if you just cheat to get them all through, like Cheat Engine or whatever. Um, yeah, but what do you what do you want next from them? There was those rumors going around that they might be making a Marvel game. I... I've said that I wouldn't mind seeing them do a WWE game after that phone game that they made. I think it was like WWE Immortals or something like that. Or are we just looking at Injustice 3? Yeah, I see, I don't know. I have no I mean I don't mind Injustice 3, but just more DC guys fighting is cool, yeah. but I kind of want something different. Mm-hmm. I what if Microsoft bought them out from under Warner Brothers and they made the new Killer Instinct? No, I mean that that would be <laughs> awesome. They can. I mean, I'm kind of want them to do another DC versus Mortal Kombat yeah. now with the way they done these games. Like I say, okay, that'd be a cool storyline they can do with that. Really, with that now, because the last storyline wasn't. It it was cheesy, but if you know, <laughs> it's supposed to be cheesy, right? And, but it would give. I think it'd be a whole lot better now. Uh, and with this engine, it'll be really awesome. I kind of, I kind of want that. But I don't. I honestly, don't know. Like what I want. I mean, I just hope it's cool what they do. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really have nothing. I mean, that whole Marvel thing sounds interesting, but I just doubt that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do. Maybe it's a Star Wars license go all around. They're going to do a, a Star Wars game or something. And you know, it's it's maybe time to lightsaber battle. Yeah, they're gonna be the best lightsaber battle one ever, and and there will be fatalities because that's what happens in Star Wars. They slice them. <laughs> there won't be but, you know, any but, but blood whatsoever. But Star Wars characters fighting. They don't have to be a lightsaber. You know what I mean, you got Jedi's. You could have like Boba Fett, Jango Fett. You know, Han Solo, um, Chewbacca. You can have um. Uh, what's that? What's the penis hit god name? One of those Jedi's <laughs> oh, yeah, that was in the temple. <laughs> I can never remember his name, but I know. And, the, and the one with the long neck, you could get that one too. Yeah. And like, like, cut his neck off. Cut yeah. away. <laughs> Return to Masters of Terrace Gazi. Just take it all the way back to fighting games for him. You had Grandma Tarkin. He can be fighting. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, dude, just stand there and look old. <laughs> and he just calls in stormtroopers to miss miss you a whole bunch. Princess Leia, you go well, like yeah, the Princess Leia versus Princess Abadaba, Abadaba Duba. That's She fight her. She fights her mother, who she never met. Oh, why do you have to bring it down, Donald? It's so sad. The story of Star Wars is so sad. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully we'll hear sooner rather than later what they're working on. But it's kind of weird that Ash from Evil Dead never came to Mortal Kombat, considering the fact that Bruce Campbell talked about that happening like a million times. But it saves them a, a DLC character for the future, I guess. Yeah, that's probably what I say. Yeah, we got it. We got a lot of people. Well, who are we going to get now? Did they do Evil Dead comics on DC's label at any point? Could they just add him as a as an Injustice character if they go that yeah. route? That'd be fun. Constantine they haven't done yet there you go. Justice, Ooh. so he could be there. Have the Dark Justice League or whatever, Justice League Dark guys yeah. in there. That'd be cool. I mean, because you already have Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. You have Dead Man. 
Um, Boston Brand, Dead, dead Man. Is the, uh, the, what's his name? The Doctor Strange. Is he one of them? Yeah. Okay. So, they, yeah, they've Is that his name, there. too? Not Doctor Strange. Doctor. Stranger. S- Stranger Danger. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's strange. I think it's Stranger something. Or something Stranger. Stranger DC. Hugo. Phantom Stranger. Is that? That's not who I'm thinking of, is it? Oh, do you think about the green guy? No, I'm thinking of the guy with the gold helmet. Oh, Dr. Fate? Ah, Dr. Fate. Yes, him. Is he part of the Justice League Dark? The, uh, I, I, he might be, but he's one okay. of those characters to be everywhere, though. Gotcha. Because he's, he's part of Justice League. Just part uh, of Justice League. Okay. Gotcha. I don't know. There was always like a creepy aspect to him. I always thought of him as like a weird villainy guy. I mean, because the, the, the helmet takes control of you somewhat. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Makes me think of like, I don't know. Yeah, he's part of a lot of groups. He, like, look at this. He is part of Justice League Dark, Justice League, Lords of Order, Justice Society of America, All-Star Squadron. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I like All-Star Squadron because it got... Um, uh, Uncle Sam is is part of the All Star oh, Squad. Wow, look at that! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. And I read a comic with them too, man. Yeah, like like he I mean, he was in the comic. It was like Suicide Squad type of comic, and he was part of some agency. I'm just like, who the fuck is this dude? It's like, <laughs> why does he look like this? It's like, why is he? Like I, I looked like he had super strength or something, but I was like, "Why are you dressed like Uncle Sam, though, man? Like, do you have to dress like DC's Captain America right there?" That's what happens, Dominic. All right. In some other news, some new video game news, Dominic Remedy, the developers behind uh, games like, did they do Max Payne? I don't know why that's the first one that comes up when there are much more recent games like Alan Wake and Control that we could be talking about. And I could not necessarily be wrong about. So they are making a new control game that's going to be a multiplayer game uh, because they just entered into a partnership, a strategic partnership with uh, co-publishing partnership with uh, 505 Games, the ones that put out control. So they announced that they're doing a multiplayer control game and then a single player, like bigger budget control game, which control seemed like a pretty big budget game. Um, the only thing that sticks out to me about this is like how much drama there was around five Oh five and their handling of like control upgrades and everything. So I was, I was a little surprised that they didn't want to maybe distance themselves from that a little bit before they jumped into a partnership like this, but Hey, if they're again, this is like the Microsoft thing where it's like, if somebody's out there that wants to give people who make video games, more money to make bigger budget, more beautiful, expansive video games. I'm, I'm all for it, Dominic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm for it too. Now a multiplayer control game, with the the powers that you end up getting by the end of that game, I think they could do some very interesting things, but I really just need to know like what the basics of your video game is going to be 
Cause we've already talked about like the, the plethora of uh, four player co-op games in the left for dead fashion we've been seeing as of late. Like what, what does that game end up being at the end of the day? guess we'll find out in a couple of years knowing how video game development goes yeah yeah there's a lot more of those left with dead games type of games coming out than i than <laughs> you even realized i realized yeah man <laughs> yep yeah i'm sure there's some flying under our radar still too that are just like oh hey here's this like indie kind of thing coming um yeah, and then uh, another partnership we heard about this week, Dominic, Konami and Bloober Team, the ones that do like Layers of Fear and all the the um, the medium, that's the one that just came out on the Xbox yeah. last year. okay. Yeah, those guys do scary shit. They are working on something together, unspecified, but the speculation is, of course, Silent Hill, because oh, that makes sense. Then it's going to be a new Pachinko machine or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> yes. You, no, you nailed it. Yep. Oh, okay. It's going to be a Pachinko machine or it's going to be a health spa that is just scary for some reason. <laughs> now, I, I know you haven't really been listening to podcasts about video games a lot as of late. Have you heard any of this stuff about Kojima being like a pretend guy and making a game with Konami? What's a pretend guy? Uh, so do you remember when Phantom Pain came out and they did that whole like Moby Dick Studios and it totally not being Kojima and then it just ended up being Kojima? Yeah. So there's now this other game studio and I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because I don't really know them. But like apparently there's this developer in the Netherlands that some people have somehow come to the conclusion that it is like another Kojima front and they're making a game. I think at one point we talked a little bit about it cause it's a, it's a Sony exclusive called abandon that they're working on right now. But apparently there's like, they're doing all this stuff with Sony that people don't think this small indie publisher would be doing and like there are all these like really tiny clues that people are piecing together to basically say this is another phantom pain situation and it's actually going to be Kojima's next game but also it's somehow tied to Konami and possibly a Silent Hill thing and like that's where it just all falls apart for me because like the way that Kojima seemingly left Konami doesn't seem like a relationship that is going to be mended after a couple of years. Unless, you know, maybe they're just willing to back a fucking Brinks truck up to his house, which even then, like doesn't Kojima have enough money at this point, probably to do whatever he wants. I have no idea how much, maybe he, maybe Rick's with peanuts. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. When I think about guys like him, or like Cliff Lazinski, like guys that I know the names of in video games, because they are very few and far between. I I can't help but think that they're they're doing pretty good in their yeah, lives yeah. financially. Uh, that's at least in my mind. I think that too. Yeah, you know. Meanwhile, like Shigeru Miyamoto is living in like a one bedroom apartment, just eating mushrooms all day and sketching <laughs> Mario's. Like I don't know. So yeah. So, but yeah, there's a whole like complicated mess of stuff there that, uh, 
that if you want to go down like a rabbit hole of, you, you could very easily do. Um, but if that's the case, then I don't know why you would have Bluebird team involved unless like he's working with Bluebird team, you know, like these are the ideas I had for silent Hills with uh Norman Reedus, maybe do that, but in your own style, I, I don't know, but I would like to see one. I would like to see Konami actually doing things with their properties and hiring a team like Bluebird team who seems to know what they're doing as far as, is scary bullshit games, you know, hiring the best people to apply your franchises to, um, I'm here for it. You know, find somebody to work on a Castlevania game while you're at it. Do yeah, some exactly. Yeah. Castlevania. Um, what we got? Um, well, it's Konami got? winning 11 soccer. Is that them? Or are they pro evolution soccer? They're one of those soccer games. I think it's pro evolution. Okay. Yeah. Get, get somebody to <sighs> make a remember, pro. Evolution. I remember, um, the other Konami's are Metal Gear Solid. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I don't like it that as much. Yeah. Also, well, like I, I, I think that's one that you could just let die. Like that. That's very much Kojima. And if you never release yeah, the Metal Gear really Solid is. game ever again, then without Kojima, then that seems fine to me. Do another Simpsons game or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Contra? You got Contra, man? Okay, Bomberman? Man, they've got Bomberman. Yeah, they need to give Bomberman yeah, I knew Frogger. Else. I was trying to say Frogger, but I kept thinking it wasn't Frogger. Yeah, mm. Frogger. Bring Frogger back. There you go. 3D platforming Frogger. I'm here for it. Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I don't need anything Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I think they still come out with it, so I don't think they. <laughs> That's, I mean, we, def- gone we definitely talked gone in, in the recent past some Yu Gi Oh stuff. Yeah. All right. So, what else we got here? All right, Dominic. So, that was it for the news that I saw. Did you see anything else before we get into the games for gold and PlayStation Plus for this month? Uh, Nah, I don't have anything else. All right, Dominic, we got games for gold. We got Planet Alpha and Rock of Ages. Three oh, yeah. make and break for the I know what one of those are Xbox One, and then we have Conquer Live and Reloaded and Midway Arcade Classics for 360. Mm, these are these are games, these are games, Dominic. Yes, yeah. yeah, Conquer Live and Reloaded. That's cool, you know, it's kind of one of the bigger names. I like, played played a little bit of this game to see how it looks. Oh, it looks nice. I just never went any farther, yeah, further into it. I always said I'll, I'll play it one day. I just never did. I'm trying to think where I spent the. I think I spent the most time with that game through an emulator for the 64 version. I don't know that I ever spent a lot of time with the Xbox One. And for some reason, I always thought this was this was a sequel, Daniel. <laughs> like I mean, even it's time the, for it. N64 version. Mm. Bad Fur Day. Yeah. Just because like, it had a subtitle, is, maybe it was. The next one, like, uh, yeah, because this is what, like, the uh, high, like, a better ver- looking version of Bad Fur Day, like, redone, yeah, yeah, that's what this is, right? Yeah, so Bad Fur Day, I thought that was a sequel. I thought that QT Conquer, I mean, I think I, saw, I talked about this on the podcast, mm. that the QT Conquer came out before, yeah, and then, then I realized, I think it was on the podcast when we was looking up something, <laughs> and I was like, 
was like, Mind oh, no, that never came out. And I said, what? And then I saw that, oh, they they changed it to Bad Fur. They went from QT to make them bad. I was just thinking it was a QT game, and then they made a and then they made a, a evil one. Like, yeah, no, the only QT one that came out, I think, was on the Game Boy Color or the Game Boy Advanced. It might oh, actually okay. be two, but yeah, there there was a cutesy one, but yeah, not never a full like console one. Yeah, so there's that, and then for PlayStation Plus, we have a Plague Tale Innocence for the PS5 exclusive, and then Call of Duty Black Ops Four and WWE 2K Battlegrounds. So some interesting choices there. Yeah, I, they get in Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Yeah. Like, what was the last Call of Duty that came out? Cold War. Okay. But still, Black Ops 4. I'm, that was what? The one before that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's not too bad. And a Plague Tale, I heard some good things from, and we're getting a mm-hmm. sequel. Yeah. And W2K Backgrounds, I played some of that, and it was horrible. So, may, But maybe <laughs> you can, maybe y'all like it, uh, if you try it out. It's yeah. Free I'll give it a try now that it's free. Yeah, it's not something I would have paid for, but Yeah. So that's what we got for this month, Dominic. Anything else before we get into new releases here? Nah, you can get in. All right. Releases. First up, we got Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, the console version of this game coming to the Switch and the and the Xbox and PS4. So this is a weird thing, right, Dominic? It's a yes. dating sim slash uh, narrative thing. What are those called? Like a Phoenix Wright style uh, thing, they they call them um, virtual novels. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> virtual novels basically. But there's also some weird stuff that this gets into, which I'm not going to be spoilery about because, like, I kind of am intrigued to to see it myself, and I don't know if I'm it's intrigued not enough the girls to play look the like game. They're you were young. No, it's this ain't that. T- <laughs> definitely not, it's that. not that type of game, right? I. It's not. I mean, I can't say well, that because they definitely do oh. look young. So I don't. Oh, <laughs> well, it's a da- it is a dating simulator, but it goes some places. Yeah, yeah, yeah it goes some places. That seems like it's interesting from what I photo I read description. Like first, I was just thinking like, oh man, I want no hentai shit, but it's not. <laughs> it, it's not that. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm intrigued by it. Like I I kind of want to. I don't know that I want to play it, but I definitely want to see what happens there. So I might end up watching some videos on that. That's all why right, this we thing also called YouTube. Destroy All Humans for the Nintendo Switch. So that's out oh, now that's there. I probably took them a long time to scale them graphics back down. That's all I can think. Well, just put the PlayStation version up there. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also got Blaster Master Zero for the Xbox One and Series X, which you want to talk about a long time. This came from the 3DS and then released in like last year on the PS4, and now it's finally coming to the Xbox. So, Darn. And so this, I was thinking like this is a new game. No, like this, this is an no. old one. Yeah. So it's it's had a long journey. And then we got Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol Pack on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. We had previously talked about that because I was telling you about how like I have memories of going over to my buddy's house and playing his Super Nintendo and playing Zombies Ate My Neighbors a lot and not being very good at it. But for $15 and the only new thing about them is basically like a quick save feature, 
I I don't know if I'm convinced on that one. Like I could play that in an emulator with some yeah. game genie cheats and probably like, be a lot. Like, come on, give us an HD version. Yeah, or at at the very least, put online co-op in there instead of just local co-op. Do do something. Oh damn! I didn't even do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do something. So that's that's unfortunate. And then we have Space Jam: The New Legacy out. Oh, currently. I meant to stop you. Before you said it, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why did you need to stop me, Dominic? I ain't want. I ain't want you to say it. Oh, like, okay. it, it don't exist. Don't don't give LeBron any <laughs> any shine. Yes, like, I was joking. Yeah, so, currently so this game is out. Yeah, it's only available as part of if you have Game Pass and you have the perks, you can access it through there, and then it gives you a code to download it. Um, doesn't. Down, it doesn't release like officially in the store until July 15th, I believe, when that movie oh, okay. comes out. So it's kind of like a, a preview. I haven't really seen any reviews for this. I didn't get a chance to play it yet. I do want to try it out. Um, but the I looked on Metacritic. There's not any like real reviews, but there was like one person that was like, oh, this is kind of like, it seems like they didn't have a lot of time to make this game, which... Okay. Just based on reading about LeBron it, it made didn't it. seem like there was a lot of time to do it, but I just wonder if that means it's going to be a short game or if it means it's kind of a buggy mess. I hope hope the uh, former rather than the latter. All right, Dominic, you got anything else for the week? Nah, I'm good, man. All right. Thank you guys as always. For listening, you can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at DStalworth5. I'm at RegulusMB. The podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. Has all the previous podcasts as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where there is a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Until next week, guys. See you later. All right, see you.